did it yeah. this is keith pazel we're going to be watching tv watching tv talking about the world making fun of things yes i do have a crow cam i just want to say it did go off i don't i think there the something happened to where the phone went to sleep so yeah okay slide that up larry oh <laughs> shit this is gonna be an issue well welcome to the show you gotta yes. give it a five three five five i just let everyone know my phone code <laughs> Don't uh, worry, no one listens. No. So, there we go. There's the Crow Cam, everybody. Welcome, Crocious, Hello. to the podcast. Good to see you again. All right. There we Things Amen. are really good. Got a lot to talk about. We're going to be channel surfing right now. Yeah. I got Lone Star Law, and I got a whole list of topics of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for a lot of stuff. I got new sound. Hopefully you don't hear the loud cooling mechanism I have in my computer, <laughs> but now I can have that on. I've exactly. tested everything out. We're here to launch, uh, but it's going to be a big NFL heavy show, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I, I have been. Your Vikings played tomorrow, but we've had a whole host of games and yes. uh, TV history is going to be very uh, NFL focused. Other things happened, <laughs> but yeah. Mostly death of Absol famous people. <laughs> Absolutely. That's yeah. always a big demarcation. It really point. is the, the marking of a great era when some old people pass the life baton. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, Garcia died. Mickey Mantle died. Yeah. I think that yep. was Cobain was dead at that point. Oh, yeah. He died. In I 94. think we would have. We should have. That should have been the trade off a little sooner. <laughs> Who died before Cobain where you were like, man, I wish I'm, you know, I, I wish we could have lost that person instead of Cobain. Uh, Axel Rose, I think we all could have picked Cobain <laughs> over Axel Rose. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think who I really... I didn't like Christian Leitner back then a lot. I really did not like Christian Leitner. That was my cementing my hatred for Duke basketball. You know, but uh, And you know, they made a documentary about you called absolutely. I Hate Christian Leitner. Very true. For that, my Gen X time. But, you know, I was... Uh, um, yeah, a, a very football heavy. Football heavy because... Yeah. I've been paying attention. Uh, I've been paying attention to these Skull North, uh, uh, you know, podcast, which is a realistic podcast. Guys who go get, they, they watch the, uh, you know, they, a realistic podcast. You know, it, it's not like this sort of goofy, like they're not cheerleaders. A lot of them are journalists. They've been sports writers for right. 20, it's like, 30 it's years. It's associated with the newspaper probably or something yeah, like yeah. that. And, and, well, they have their own thing. They're sponsored by some, a couple of breweries. And there's a, there's a millennial guy. There's I feel like, like, there's a lot of those in Minnesota. 
Oh, oh I've absolutely. Done shows up there. That's like a, a craft brewery heaven. Ab- well, because they like their sauce. A lot of lakes to get your water from. And also, you can fucking, you know, it's it's the winter six months of the year. What are you going to do? You're going to tie one on every once in a while because you have to because it's so brutally cold. So just to dick around a little bit, ooh, we'll CFL. put on CFL football. Ooh, ooh I like this. Well, we watch, I like this we talk choice. about the NFL. As a product, as far as a product goes, I'm being dead serious. I like how long the field is. I I, I, I like watch CFL football. This is what a, a nerd I am. There's like four teams. There's nine teams. Make it a tenth. Put it. There's enough people in Canada. You can have a tenth CFL team. They have nine teams. Can't afford it. And, and, and it is. We only uh, got nine cities. It's three downs. If three downs, not four. The field's 120 yards long. It's 110 yards with 20 yard end zones. 80 meters, eh? And, and and then it's another like three yards wider. So it's a very wide open field. So smaller players. I mean. SEC teams could go up and win a Grey Cup. I'm, I'm convinced they could. Alabama could go up there, and they would be a tough team to beat. Welcome you know? to the chat, James Bailey. Yes. Portland is a long way. But, uh, yeah, CFL game, we, we got to pop that on. I'm definitely interested in checking yeah. that out. It might be. I think we might, we have the captain documentary. I oh, think it ended I'm early. Fucking... I think, I think it was one of those like overlap situations where the BC Lions have already vanquished the oh. Calgary Stampeders. Listen, we have got to watch about Derek. Okay, I'm on a first name basis with Derek Jeter. I uh, really here's what I will. Few do athletes with you. have bothered me more than Derek. Here's Jeter. what I will try and do with you though, real quick. He was like the Tom Brady of like New York sports, you know, like handsome guy and like you know a good guy and a leader and a man, a solid man. He wasn't some wimpy millennial, you know. He was like a man still, you know. <laughs> I, I did not. I do not like Jeff, Derek Jeter. I I really don't like Derek Jeter. You don't like Derek Jeter at I, all. I don't like him in the least. I, my, he's a very good. That's player. how. That's how you very know my dad's player. head injury because that's everybody's sentiment. Like this is like a gr- epic. I think that's the whole point of these nine part documentaries about athletes <laughs> is just like let's get people to hate this guy. <laughs> well, I, close I, this. I just. I mean, honestly, Jeter. I think is a decent enough guy. He he is. He's a decent enough guy. I have to be give him his props. But uh, I just, you know, how he's been marketed and being big in New York. That's and, when you know for comedy's Yankees, changed, too. It's just, ugh. That's when you know comedy's changed, too, because... So I put you... I, I'm done. I, I'm proud of this moment. So I put your camera yeah. over the TV and made it opaque. So it's like a mixture of Crocious and the thing. <laughs> so now we can probably play the NFL game. <laughs> Reggie. Reggie got interviewed. Well, I like Reggie. Reggie has aged well, I think. You got to... The, things were so racist back then. Like Reggie Jackson was literally just portrayed. Well, Warren as Moon like had this. to go play in Canada for so <laughs> oh, long absolutely, because you know you got to be a tight end, then. Well, you got to be a defensive back or something. You know, it's or a running back or a wide receiver. You ain't gonna play quarterback. He they won multiple Grey Cups with Warren Moon. Warren Moon was a great football player. Then he goes to Houston, and people were like. Like literally yelling things like, Hey, throw it like you'd throw a watermelon, like really bad racist, like slurs and like, like in the mid eighties, like, Oh my God, it's so bad. So bad. But you know, very much realistic. Black court. I, I grew up in an era when the black quarterback was a Bailey says Jeter like, overrated. I, I, I he can't is say actually that. hitting wise statistically. He's very, um, if you apply his stats to the current analytics, which I'm sure you'll eye roll me to, you'll no. eye roll this podcast right off fucking. Oh, no, no. Well, what's his war? I got a feeling it's pretty good. Hey, hey, Google, what's Derek Jeter's war? Here is some information from the web that might possibly help. Thank On you. On the website bleacherreport.com, they say 
Looking at his career as a whole, his 116.0 career war is the 17th highest Ooh, total of that, all That's players. pretty good. He ranks that's in the pretty top good. in runs scored, RBI, home runs, and total bases. Yeah. To find out more, look for the link in your Google Home. Yeah, Google uh, it, it, Derek Jeter was a very good baseball player. He's a very good ba- but I don't like him. Doesn't mean I have to like. Well, him. that's how times have changed too. Because I remember the big comedy, uh, the big comedy premise was like, "Yeah, he fucking sleeps with your wife, but he gives her a basket with stuff afterwards." Ha <laughs> 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 ha! And now the comedy plot is like, "What an anti-feminist jerk off!" Yeah. Oh God! Because uh, do even, people actually people say that my, at bikes? Well, they, there's they try to virtue signal. I'm that in a bad. group chat, and like, yeah. there's someone who will shut down all Jeter talk. If you bring it like if you why be like, because he's supposed to be a if you be like oh that documentary's real good it's just because you can't talk about bad people now like it's not you can't you, like why are we even talking about this he's person? not a bad person I, don't I think, think he is bad though. I think know? he's kind of like I don't a like him. shit he 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 weaseled he like I don't know when you make yourself persona non grata in the Marlins organization I mean they, they <sighs> yeah. wormed him out of there he said it's because the vision changed but like. <laughs> Probably were banging too many CEOs' wives. I, I wonder what. Uh, but a it, lot of the documentary is exploring him and fucking uh, him and fucking Arod's <laughs> fucking shit. relationship. No, but I mean the fact is, I mean he was. I mean you know the Yankee Clipper, of course, was. You know his was his nickname was Mister Clutch, right? Yeah, wasn't his name Mister Clutch? He was no Brooks Robinson. That Brooks. Uh, He's back on. Brooks Robinson was an amazing third He's baseman. No, but to be honest with you. I'm too old. I was too young. I'll fight. You can actually fire off. Jeter had the poses. He knew how to make us throw look hard. But there are other fucking Scott Rowland, Roberto Alomar, all of them, dude. They're all so much better. But but if you look, that wins over. Ricky Henderson is the goat. Fucking they say in the chat. Uh, as well they should because. He was an amazing baseball player and my favorite athlete of all time. Where were they but, at in 95? Speaking of like linking it the, to history, the, 95, where were the A's at? Oh, trying the, to rebuild at no, that the, point, No, it right? was the last year of La Russa. Was the Ruben last Sierra was yeah, probably Yeah, yeah, Ruben Sierra, absolutely. They, they weren't good. It, it was weird to cheer for them from 93, 94, and 95 in that time frame because they had been so great from 88 to 92 for five straight years, went to the World Series three times, won one, went to the playoffs for those five years. I mean, they had a very good team. But they, they just got bad in a hurry. And then that was, I was still drinking LaRusse's Kool-Aid. It was like Giambi's rookie year was 95, you know? So they had some, some, they hadn't gotten the aces pitching wise. Their pitching was terrible in a pitcher's park too. So they, uh, yeah, they were not very good. They were not a good team in 95. There's no doubt about it. They were, I think that they were in second place in the West. I don't even know who won the West that year. They see that that was when the divisions got broken up into three divisions. And I, I had a hard time adjusting to that. <laughs> Because I'm old school, like East and West. I love how the narratives set these games up, though, because it was all the young quarterbacks. Josh Allen, Justin Fields was earlier. Mm -hmm. They've had Jordan Love versus Trey Lance. Now you have the big Russ. How's Russell Wilson going to look in the four plays he does? Exactly. Because you need new narratives now. The narratives were all preseason of like, but now there's actual games. So you need any sort of like Trey Lance had a bomb on his first play. Yeah, no, I saw it. That was a decent pass. So now the new narrative is going to be like 16 and 0, 49ers. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. People, I mean, people got to relax on that. I mean, I I feel very good that I'm a cynical fan.
from Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. That you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. And a question of psychopath. everybody we're here we did it yeah. this is keith pazel we're going to be watching tv watching tv talking about the world making fun of things yes i do have a crow cam i just want to say it did go off i don't i think there the something happened to where the phone went to sleep so yeah okay slide that up larry oh <laughs> shit this is gonna be an issue well, welcome to the show. You got to yes. give it a five three five five. I just let everyone know my phone code. <laughs> Don't uh, worry, no one listens. No. So <laughs> there we go. There's the crow cam, everybody. Welcome, Crocious, Hello. to the podcast. Good to see you again. All right. Hey, things Amen. are really good. Got a lot to talk about. We're going to be channel surfing right now. Yeah. I got Lone Star Law and I got a whole list of topics of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for a lot of stuff. I got new sound. Hopefully you don't hear the loud cooling mechanism I have in my computer, <laughs> but now I can have that on. I've exactly. tested everything out. We're here to launch, uh, but it's going to be a big NFL heavy show, I think. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I mean, again, I, I have been. Your Vikings played tomorrow, but we've had a whole host of games. And yes. uh, TV history is going to be very uh, NFL focused. Other things happened, but <laughs> yeah, mostly death of Absol- famous people. <laughs> Absolutely. That's yeah. always a big demarcation. It really point. is the, the marking of a great era when some old people pass the life baton. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, Garcia died, Mickey Mantle died. Yeah, I think that yep. was Cobain was dead at that point. Oh yeah, he died. In I think we would have, we should have. That should have been the trade off a little sooner. <laughs> Who died before Cobain? Where you were like, man, I wish. I'm, you know, I, I wish we could have lost that person instead of Cobain. I, Axel Rose, I think we all could have picked Cobain <laughs> over Axel Rose. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think who I really. I didn't like Christian Leitner back then a lot. I really did not like Christian Leitner. That was my cementing my hatred for Duke basketball. You know, but and uh, you know they made a documentary about you called absolutely. "I Hate Christian Leitner." Very true for that my Gen X time. But you know, I was, uh, um, yeah, a, a very football heavy, football heavy because. Yeah. I've been paying attention. Uh, I've been paying attention to these Skull North, uh, uh, you know, podcast, which is a realistic podcast. Guys who go get, they, they watch the, uh, you know, they, a realistic podcast. You know, it, it's not like this sort of goofy, like they're not cheerleaders. A lot of them are journalists. They've been sports writers for right. 20, it's like, 30 it's years. It's associated with the newspaper probably or something yeah, like yeah. that. And, and, well, they have their own thing. They're sponsored by some, a couple of breweries and there's a, there's a millennial guy. There's I feel like, like, there's a lot of those in Minnesota. Oh, oh absolutely! Shows up there. That's like a, a craft brewery heaven. Ab- well, because they like their sauce. A lot of lakes to get your water from. And also, you can fucking you know, 
It's it's the winter six months of the year. What are you going to do? You're going to tie one on every once in a while because you have to because it's so brutally cold. So just to dick around a little bit, ooh, we'll CFL. put on CFL football. Ooh, ooh I like this. Well, we watch, I like this talk choice. about the NFL. As a product, as far as a product goes, I'm being dead serious. I like how long the field is. I I, I, I like watch CFL football. This is what a, a nerd I am. There's like four teams. There's nine teams. Make it a tenth. Put it. There's enough people in Canada. You can have a tenth CFL team. They have nine teams. Can't afford it. And, and, and it is. We only uh, got nine cities. It's three downs. If three downs, not four. The field's 120 yards long. It's 110 yards with 20 yard end zones. 80 meters, eh? And, and, and then it's another like three yards wider. So it's a very wide open field. So smaller players. I mean, SEC teams could go up and win a Grey Cup. I'm, I'm convinced they could. Alabama could go up there and they would be a tough team to beat. Welcome you know? to the chat, James Bailey. Yes. Portland is a long way. But uh, yeah, CFL game. We, we got to pop that on. I'm definitely interested in checking yeah. that out. It might be. I think we might. We have the captain documentary. I oh, think it I, ended I'm early. Fucking... I think. I think it was one of those like overlap situations where the BC Lions have already vanquished the uh, Calgary Stampeders. Listen, we have got to watch about Derek. Okay, I'm on a first name basis with Derek Jeter. I uh, really. Here's what I will. Few do athletes with you. have bothered me more than Derek. Here's Jeter. what I will try and do with you, though, real quick. He was like the Tom Brady of like New York sports, you know, like handsome guy and like you know a good guy and a leader and a man, a solid man. He wasn't some wimpy millennial, you know. He was like a man still, you know. <laughs> I, I did not. I do not like Jeff Derek Jeter. I, I really don't like Derek Jeter. You don't like Derek Jeter at I, all? I don't like him in the least. I, my, he's a very good that's player. How, that's how you very know my dad's player. head injury? Because that's everybody's sentiment. Like, this is like a gr- epic. I think that's the whole point of these nine-part documentaries about athletes <laughs> is just like, let's get people to hate this guy. <laughs> well, I, gotta close I, this. I just, I mean, honestly, Jeter, I think, is a decent enough guy. He, he is. He's a decent enough guy. I have to be, give him his props. But uh, I just, you know, how he's been marketed and being big in New York. That's and, when you know comedy's changed, too. It's just, ugh. That's when you know comedy's changed, too, because... So I put you... I, I'm done. I, I'm proud of this moment. So I put your camera yeah. over the TV and made it opaque. So it's like a mixture of Crocious and the thing. <laughs> so now we can probably play the NFL game. <laughs> Reggie. Reggie got interviewed. Well, I like Reggie. Reggie has aged well, I think. You got to... The, things were so racist back then. Like Reggie Jackson was literally just portrayed. Well, Warren as Moon like this. had to go play in Canada for so <laughs> oh, long because you know you got to be a tight end, then. Well, you got to be a defensive back or something, you know, it's or a running back or a wide receiver. You ain't gonna play quarterback. He they won multiple Grey Cups with Warren Moon. Warren Moon was a great football player. Then he goes to Houston, and people were like. Like literally yelling things like, Hey, throw it like you'd throw a watermelon, like really bad racist, like slurs and like, like in the mid eighties, like, Oh my God, it's so bad. So bad. But you know, very much realistic. Black quarter. I, I grew up in an era when the black quarterback was a Bailey says Jeter like, overrated. I, I, I he can't is say actually that. hitting wise statistically. He's very. Um, if you apply his stats to the current analytics, which I'm sure you'll eye roll me to, you'll no. eye roll this podcast right off. Fucking. No, no. Well, what's his WAR? I got a feeling it's pretty good. Hey, hey, Google, what's Derek Jeter's WAR? Here is some information from the web that might possibly help. Thank On you. The website BleacherReport.com. They say. Looking at his career as a whole, his 116.0 career war is the 17th highest Ooh, total of that, all That's players. pretty good. He ranks that's in the pretty top good. 10 in runs scored, RBI, home runs, and total bases. Yeah. 
To find out more, look for the link in your Google Yeah, Home uh, he, he, Derek Jeter was a very good baseball player. He's a very good ba- but I don't like him. Doesn't mean I have to like. Well, that's how times have changed too. Because I remember the big comedy, uh, the big comedy premise was like, "Yeah, he fucking sleeps with your wife, but he gives her a basket with stuff afterwards." (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha! And now the comedy plot is like, "What an anti-feminist jerk off!" Oh God! Do people actually say that at bikes? Well, there's they try to virtue signal. I'm in a group chat, and like, there's someone who will shut down all Jeter talk. If you bring it like if you why be like, because he's supposed to be a if you be like oh that documentary's real good it's just because you can't talk about bad people now like it's not you can't you, like why are we even talking about this he's person? not a bad person I don't I think, think he is bad though. I you think know? he's kind of like I don't a like him. shit he 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 weaseled he like I don't know when you make yourself persona non grata in the Marlins organization I mean they, they <sighs> yeah. wormed him out of there he said it's because the vision changed but like. <laughs> Probably were banging too many CEOs' wives. I, I wonder what. Uh, but a lot it, of the documentary is exploring him and fucking uh, him and fucking Arod's <laughs> fucking shit. relationship. No, but I mean the fact is, I mean he was. I mean you know the Yankee Clipper, of course, was. You know his was his nickname was Mister Clutch, right? Yeah, wasn't his name Mister Clutch? He was no Brooks Robinson. That Brooks. Uh, He's back on! Brooks Robinson was an amazing third He's baseman. No, but to be honest with you. I, I'm too old. I was too young. I should, I'll I was fight. Young. You can actually I don't fire Bruce off. Robinson. Jeter had the poses. He knew how to make us throw look hard. But there are other fucking Scott Rowland, Roberto Alomar, all of them, dude. They're yeah. all so much better. But but if you look, that wins Ricky over. Ricky Henderson is the goat. Fucking they say in the chat. Uh, as well they should because. He was an amazing baseball player and my favorite athlete of all time. Where were they but, at in 95? Speaking of like linking it the, to history, the, 95, where were the A's at? Oh, trying the, to rebuild at no, that the, point, No, it right? was the last year of La Russa. Was Ruben last Sierra was yeah, probably Yeah, yeah, they had Ruben Sierra, absolutely. And they, they weren't good. It, it was weird to cheer for them from 93, 94, and 95 in that time frame because they had been so great from 88 to 92 for five straight years, went to the World Series three times, won one, went to the playoffs for those five years. I mean, they had a very good team. But they, they just got bad in a hurry. And then that was, I was still drinking LaRusse's Kool-Aid. It was like Giambi's rookie year was 95, you know? So they had some, some, they hadn't gotten the aces pitching wise. Their pitching was terrible in a pitcher's park too. So they, uh, yeah, they were not very good. They were not a good team in 95. There's no doubt about it. They were, I think that they were in second place in the West. I don't even know who won the West that year. They see that that was when the divisions got broken up into three divisions. And I, I had a hard time adjusting to that. <laughs> Because I'm old school, like East and West. I love how the narratives set these games up, though, because it was all the young quarterbacks. Josh Allen, Justin Fields was earlier. Mm -hmm. They've had Jordan Love versus Trey Lance. Now you have the big Russ. How's Russell Wilson going to look in the four plays he does? Exactly. Because you need new narratives now. The narratives were all preseason of like, but now there's actual games. So you need any sort of like Trey Lance had a bomb on his first play. Yeah, no, I saw it. That was a decent pass. So now the new narrative is going to be like 16 and 0, 49ers. But yeah, well, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. People, I mean, people got to relax on that. I mean, I, I feel very good that I'm a cynical fan. I do get certain ex- excited about certain things. I'm not going to say I have no joy in the experience because as I've told you, I've been watching the Skull North podcast. No joy podcast. in Crowville. You know, uh, the, you know, the, the Skull North podcast I've been watching and they've been going to all the, you know, all the, uh, the, the Monday night practice they had under lights. They've been, they've gone to all the training camp, you know, the, the pad, <laughs> padded practices. They've been, I think there's been 12 or 13 practices. 
And they're just saying, you know, there's some good things about what's going on. Definitely. There's still some problems though. There are problems and there are flaws in their team that make them the second best team in the division and not the team that can win the division. So it's annoying that they're basically, like, they're kind of a good team. They're not great. I think they're not yeah, going to be great. The chat makes me realize that breaking off a little bit, Henderson and Nolan Ryan, I think are the only players that played in four decades. Oh, uh, there were a couple other players in there. You know who played in four decades? Fucking Burt Blylevin. Uh, former, <laughs> for, you're going to like this deep cut. Former uh, Rick uh, uh, Rick Dempsey, former uh, catcher for the uh, Baltimore Orioles and the uh, uh, L.A. Dodgers. He was in four decades. Willie McCovey was in four decades. Willie McCovey played from 59 to 1980. So he, but yeah, uh, Henderson played in 79. As I told you, I saw Henderson play his rookie year. <laughs> I, it was literally like his second week in the league. And he went from first to third on like a single. The A's got two hit. They had, they had two hits all game. And, and he went from first to third. And I was like, that guy's fast. Like I noticed that. I was like, this guy's a fast human being. Like I could tell my 10 year old judgment could, have, it, it, it had an impact on my optic nerve. You know, I could tell that he was good. Yeah. At least he was fast. At least that was one thing he had. And he was my favorite athlete of all time. Cause I think he's also just kind of an interesting cat, you know. Played, played baseball, like semi-pro baseball deep into his 40s. Like in New Jersey, when he was 48 years old, he was still playing semi-pro baseball. Like you are Ricky Henderson. You made a shitload of money. I mean, he had some big contracts. Ooh. He was making like four to six million dollars a year for a solid eight to 10 years. So he has some money. I get disappointed know? by that. I'm channel surfing right now. And yeah. on the Big Ten Network, they have Iowa football classic. It's from 05. But like to me, a classic should be anything where the it's got to be grainier footage. Oh <laughs> five, there was high def television. Uh, absolutely, I don't want to. That's not classic. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to watch Case Keenum fucking. Th this play. is you knowing you're getting old, you know? Because now, like like oh five, that's almost twenty fucking years ago. Oh, now. I know it's terrifying. But I need you know? a quality dip. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if they make it look old. No, you know what this will be. This will be uh, them beating LSU like in the fucking whatever it was the the. You know, the Peach Bowl or whatever, Capital One Bowl. What did I say? What did I say? What did I say, man? What did I say? LSU. And oh yeah, Iowa. I mean you. Well, I it's it. easy to track. Jamarcus Iowa's, Russell. Look at Jamarcus. Oh, fucking go. what a bust! You know, I mean, I, th I think about Viking busts. Boy, Jamarcus Russell is definitely—he's he, up there with Ryan Leaf. He's pretty, I and mean, he's got like a nice. Uh, hold on, I want to get this before I. He had an article come out, I think, in the in the Athletic, yeah, or one of those one of those uh, publications, and now he's like really stumping hard for like, because he did have a fucked up entry into the NFL, and yeah. like things weren't as players didn't have as much agency over their life as they did back then, and like. Yeah, he just explains his life more, yeah, and you see like, oh, that's why you were not ready for that moment. He just didn't but have now good people surrounding him and stuff. But now and, he's using that of like, all of a sudden he got some goodwill and now he's like, I was treated unfairly and I just, you know, I wasn't given a fair shot. Like now he's totally removing himself from any sort of blame. Interesting. Jamarcus Russell is? Yeah. Wow. He came up in the, because he just lives in Louisiana, got a regular job or yeah. something. Yeah, I'm sure. I think he still has a little money because he was dressed kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But who knows? He could be, I'm banging, dog. <laughs> we'd be stroking no but but he uh the, the fucking the crazy crawdads of louisiana <laughs> yeah they uh i will say i think even an athlete a more modern athlete like a guy in the late 70s who was a bust it, it was over in a hurry 
that party was over in a hurry. You didn't have any money. You you did not. I, I looked it up because I've been looking up. I've been watching old games on YouTube. Let me just get with, with the Vikings. 1978, I watched a game in its entirety this week of an Eagle Viking game from 1978 in Minnesota. It was amazing. It was Vermeil's third year coaching in the league. Ooh, here we go. You know, so Vermeil was a young, hot shot coach and the Vikings beat them. And my point in saying all this is just the production level of it all and how much money I looked it up. Who made the most money? OJ Simpson was the highest paid football player in 1978. He was making $733,000 a year. Fran Tarkington, Fran Tarkington was the highest paid quarterback for the Vikings in all football. He made $360,000 a year. Roger Staubach and Terry Bradshaw didn't make as much money as Fran Tarkington. Right. And he made $360,000. That's, that is a pittance. I mean, I mean, it's, Okay, money for back then. It's really not that good. That's how I mean, white things were back then. Tarkenton was the dual threat. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, he was a scrambler. Absolutely. Oh, it was weird watching him play. So that, that was the last game that Fran Tarkenton won as a Viking. They beat, they beat the Eagles and they still had Carl Eller. They had all these old players. It was bizarre watching, but guys that I have very faint memories of. So I've been doing a lot of like just rediscovering my fandom because of course I haven't. Yeah. You know, I haven't paid attention for over six months. Brad Otten, USC. This is a, I flipped to a USC UCLA game from 1996. Okay. Okay. But, but again, um, I'll say with the, with the Vikings, we'll get off it with the no, Vikings. We, we got a lot of talk. We've we, got a long time we, ahead we, of us here. With the, with a camp, what they say here, here, here the, let me see the positives first. And thank you for listening. I guess uh, I'm here. They're saying Jefferson. Jefferson is like really fucking good. Like they're like just saying, He's, they were like saying, he's oh, a yeah. craftsman. I've like, been telling you, you're genuinely sell, good. You're hard to sell players on though. Cause I've been telling you since his rookie year, I can kind of see it with the size yeah. of a wide receiver. Like even on the other side of the ball, like this brisker kid from on the bears, mm-hmm. he just looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Like physically, he, yeah, he made yeah. a tackle today and you're like, Oh, he's going to be an all pro. Yeah. Or he's going to at least be decent and play. And I, and I see that with Velas Jones, the wide receiver the Bears have. Oh, he had a Like you look yeah. at his size and the yeah. reports coming out of camp and you haven't seen him in a game yet, but he just has that look of yeah. like, oh, you look like a guy. Like you look do you know, like, you know, who played well today. For and the I Bears? had that with Jefferson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could tell. Yeah. Yeah. That's he's reaction. tall. He's got a little bit of size to him. I guess what they say, like, like he had a playing camp, I guess, where. He split two defenders, caught the pass, seemed it, went in for a touchdown, and then in the same motion, jumped and dunked over the uh, the goalpost. It was like this one fluid that they're saying he's great. What a name. Bob Toledo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was your head coach for a while. That's a college football coach. Absolutely. My so, name's Jim Nebraska. I take no shit. <laughs> it's Johnny Utah. You know, in point The break. only thing I cut more than the Nebraska corn <laughs> is your shit. Yeah. <laughs> so here it is with... Uh, so. I guess Jefferson. Another thing, who's playing well? Dara Shaw, I guess, their left tackle they drafted. They're like, oh, they think that it, he's healthy. He's definitely made the leap from that rookie year to the second year, they're saying, which is a good sign. They also said their kicker. Zimmer hated kickers. He didn't like kicker. He didn't like the offense or kickers. Like two dimensions and of the a team. Bunch of pussy boy. He, he didn't like, so, so they said this guy, uh, Joseph, has had a great camp making everything. He actually intentionally tried to hit the left upright three times in a row and kicked it from 40 They're yards like, away. They're like, well, it's great not being called queer boy. I know. <laughs> every every huddle break. You're soft. Yes. Yeah, so you patsy. I remember I was of an era playing football where people said patsy. Patsy's a, you know, it's a euphemism for you know, Zim gay. used to have a joke where he'd say, Quit do you know? Quit being a patsy. You Zim know? used to have a joke where he'd say, do you know why punters like wearing the single bar? <laughs> and then he would put a dildo in my face. <laughs> 
And he'd be like, because that, they like sucking on knob. Yes, there you go. I do love how Zimmer was this hard red ass, uh, and then you'd hear him do a press conference, and he'd be like, eh, you know, we just got to blitz more. Yeah. <laughs> he was like Mike Tyson. You know, yeah. yeah, it was sort of a, yeah, I guess he was such a red ass that there's been this, like, this Paul has been taken off of the team. So I can't everyone's wait excited. To re- I can't wait to read his book. <laughs> about how he was treated when he left. I've been wrong. Or how to sell to eleven hundred people. The Paul new, Allen will be one of them. Nerd, nerd football league. That'll be the name uh, of his book. God. When he got fired, when he and Spielman got fired, which was absolutely necessary, which was absolutely necessary. Uh, Paul Allen, who's the Viking Homer announcer up there, literally was putting his hand up like he was proselytizing. As sure as God is my witness. I mean, just he was like apoplectic it's like no this is a good move they have to do it so the the early read is good camp people are positive now here's the bad part now here's the bad part and this will fuck them i guarantee you uh kellen mond not good he's not good not good oh and they're saying like he is when he goes like their backup quarterback (laughs) like if cousins gets hurt so he'll be third string again oh yeah there's he's co-second string for tomorrow's game well it's still a competition that you have not established yourself. I guess he's fumbled almost a dozen exchanges and stuff like from the center. He also, he processes information like way slow. He cannot. And so passes get batted down and picked all the time from him. And he's just, he's not, a, he just does not process the game fast enough. That's so, my impression of Paul Allen, the guy you don't like. Cause yeah. that's the only envelope. Invo- we got to see if Kellen can play. Yeah. Well, it's, he's, and also, and this is this is more disturbing. They want their we gotta have a black quarterback. No, well, they they, they had Culpepper for a long we time. We had Moon. He couldn't run. They had Moon. They he had Spurgeon 50, win. He was fifty. They years checked old. that box they off got a long Spurgeon time win. ago. Yeah, they had Spurgeon win. They had him for a while. He he's probably, a he's an energy <laughs> trader now. <laughs> he's probably making more money, you know. For oh, I'm playing sure. Football, you know, fucking but, fracking the earth away. Yeah, why not? Hey, man, Earth is there for us to exploit. Don't you understand that, Keith? It says so in the Bible. So anyway, with, with, uh, with now here's the other problem though. And here's the real red flag. And this is what's their center. This guy, Garrett Bradbury is truly not like they were hoping to maybe make him. He is not. This is what he is. He's just a bad football player. And then he went up against this guy, Harrison Phillips, who they signed from the Bills to be a run stopper because their defense has sucked for two years in a row. And he just had his way with him. And, and, and Bradbury has just been consistently bad all camp. And they're just like, uh, what they're going to have to do is after a couple of preseason games, when someone gets cut, they got to pick up a center from a different team or maybe make a trade. Because like, like, if you truly judge yourself on a championship standard and you got to play the Rams, Aaron Donald will have three to four sacks against the Vikings. I mean, and he'll have five tackles. I think for it'd loss, be cool if you know? there was some sort of NFL transfer portal where when you needed a player in camp, they literally <laughs> rocketed one out of a out of a fucking cannon just across <laughs> the sky, like gust. Is that a plane? No, it's. Ezekiel Eli, 6'6", out of Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. Getting fired to fucking <laughs> Lake Forest to go play wide receiver for the Bears. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I watched some of their game, and the first play I saw for the Bear game, shifting gears. So, so that's what's up with it the It was Vikings. pretty conservative. Uh, I know? feel like it was definitely a we're getting the feel, because it was a getting the feel for it type yep. of game. Because yep. even in camp, the reports have been that, like, it was a lot of, like, installs, and they were... Fields learned everything in off season, so it was him teaching yep. everybody and a lot yep. of like situational football, a lot of goal line stuff. Yep. Everybody was complaining that there's you know, there's not enough wow plays. All of the other teams, their social media teams are like openly coordinating, like getting these shots of deep sixty yard passes. Yeah, yeah exactly. And people are like, Well, where's 
this Bears footage of Justin Fields slinging it, and then you watch the footage, and it's they've been playing a lot of situational goal yeah. line stuff, yep. making sure uh, getting their third cadence, down plays, getting their cadences yeah. down. Like yep. they said, they go this offense has has a lot of cadences. Yeah, and yeah. we're we're getting used to that right now. So in camp, there's been a lot of false starts, a yeah. lot of with their shitty offense. So I think this game even illustrated them like, can we run this offense? That yeah. was a lot of like the first couple plays of yeah. like. Is this an offense? Yeah. And it yeah. is. Yeah. They play oh, yeah. decent. I, I think, listen, I mean, I, again, you got to give it a chance. It's a new regime. It would take Nagy two games you know? to score 19 points. <laughs> exactly. You know, so I, I think that, again, I like the I like the move they made. I think that, guy, I, again, I think the Colts are a good, uh, there's Elway. I, I think 1990 the, USC, UCLA. Oh, yeah. that'll. You know who's in this game? Junior Seau. There's going to be a bunch of NFL players in this game. Todd Marinovich. We got a 98 Oregon, Oregon State game. I think they're hyping us for this fucking, because college football has got to be starting soon, too. Oh, it's, it's starting up in three weeks. Three weeks. In, oh, no, two weeks in today is the first game. The, the, a Bucky opens. Whatever. You know who played well for the Bears in preseason, too? Jack Sanborn. What that, a name. That lamb, that linebacker. Sanborn. That Sanborn <laughs> well, is going to be a Zurich. player. I, I know I th- his family. They're good people. <laughs> his father. His father used to work at a post office. Look at Todd Marinovich. Oh, look at him now. He looks like a. Oh. You know he did meth. Look at that oh. crease across the side of his face, dude. Dude, the stories of him. He was like some beach dude, just the jagged doing meth. edge of a crack pipe. You know, and, and like hanging out like in. Let's I mean, see what he has to say. Two. And it's and I had been like I said to the Coliseum my whole. Time. You know, man, I used to do math in my helmet. I had a bunch of equations in the inside of my helmet, and I used to he, run the plays. He, you obviously know his story. His of dad, course. his dad trained him like a pro athlete since when he, he was, was ten four. years old. No, since he was four, he was a four-year-old boy, and he, he had him doing exercises and stuff, and like, and he was groomed for that. He was also a great basketball player. He was a starting point guard as a freshman for El Toro, which is, I guess, a total. Like just jock school of California. You know? I think I could be wrong. If I'm not mistaken, Toro. in one of the documentaries about him, he said he liked basketball more. Yeah. And like he probably wouldn't have been as troubled if they would have just let him play basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was on, he was like a painter. He's sort of an or artist and stuff. USC, UCLA. But he also, he left too early and he played like three years in the NFL and he, and he was also a junkie. That's a problem. <laughs> When you oh, and back then that was like having cancer. That oh, was dude. like like a an unfixable situation. Oh yeah, being a junkie. I think Brett Favre was the first one to like. I'm on pills. I'm about. To, I'm gonna go to rehab. Well, rehab. No, uh, there were 80s re. There was 80s rehab. It took it, talent. It was 80. You know, like they, yeah, they wanted to shame Favre, but they were like, he's good. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, it's, it certainly took a while. Like in the 70s, drugs definitely got into the scene. Like coke. I think was rampant. Oh, speed in the was NFL. the '70s. Fucking, yes. uh, it was the '70s steroids. Well, I think I told you. Uh, I knew a guy who, uh, <laughs> John Braxton, was the blocking back for O.J. Simpson in uh, in in Buffalo. I think his name was John Braxton. Yeah, played. They played together like four or five years. And, and O.J. said, "Hey, man, take a take a black magic before a game." One of these you know, yeah, big horse pill. Yeah, you get the kind you get out of a fucking bathroom and <laughs> yeah, a truck stop. Exactly, truck stop. He said, "Okay, so." John Braxton took it, played a full full football game, and couldn't fall asleep that night. Hell he yeah. was so wired out. And, and that was one pill. That was one pill. OJ took two before every game. OJ was jacked up on pills playing football. You know, it's wonder like, how many he took before that. Night. Oh, dude. I mean, I think so. But again, I think. I mean, and being a freakish athlete and just being jacked up. You know, it's like wow. 
You're making See, this some is decisions. what I'm talking about. This is 1990. We're watching for yeah. people just listening. What do you do? And you got to go on twitch.tv slash this is Keith Pazel. Uh, and you can watch us, but this is 1990s classic, yeah. like yeah. looks like the 80s still footage. Yeah, big shoulder pads. We're still on the, on either end of a decade. There's still link overlap. Absolutely. So it was still 1988 uh, uh, yeah, in it, 1990. I couldn't agree with you more. I think it's a totally astute observation. I always thought it to myself, when does a decade truly become its own decade? Well, and Mitch the- Album, write this book. God damn it. When does a decade truly, truly become a decade? And who, what, what dead family member are you going to meet when that decade starts? <laughs> so, so what do you, for, there's got to be a fashion thing, a certain pop culture thing has to happen too, I think, for the fissure to happen. Cause you're absolutely right. The big shoulder, I, I watched a Viking bear game, Monday night game from 92, and there was still a lot of 80s. A bunch of the 85 Bears were still on the team. Richard Dent, McMichael, uh, uh, Perry was starting. I think the overlap of the early 90s and late 80s was a little shorter because to me, never mind is the beginning of the 90s. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. So early yep. to mid 91, that's when it was like, it oh, burst. things look different. Yeah, absolutely. Jeans uh, yeah. had rips in them. You didn't, you know. That was the beginning of the era of you look like a bum. Yeah, yeah. There was a certain element. It was kind of a quasi hippie thing going on. You know, there was that definitely that. But more like that a element. more like a grease monkey garage heroin addict. Yeah, hippie. yeah, yeah. Heroin got very big in the early nineties, mid nineties. When I lived out here, was the closest I ever came to a heroin scene. I hung out with a bunch of guys who were indie rock dudes, and they were all junkies. And I saw it firsthand. I was like, I don't want to live this lifestyle. Couple of them overdosed. Keanu's base. Like literally, a guy came home one day. This guy knew. And he, he was just in the middle of the room, blue, and he had to pick him up and put him under the fucking uh, the tub and get cold water on him and stuff. I think he had to shove ice up his a, which is a total like you got to deal with a junkie, you know, like that's what you deal with. Like these are the these are the the the, the, the tactics. Right, let's you have. really test the anyway. bounds. I think if I don't put any sound on, we'll be good here. So, I, but again, just my conclusion check the score of this game. Here. My conclusion with the with the Vikings. Uh, their defense was truly bad the last two years. And so, and they're implementing two new systems. So everyone's all excited and they're happy and it's a new camp and Jefferson looks good. And, you know, guys look better. There's no doubt about it. They have some, they have some, the depth chart is, is pretty good. They got this guy Bynum, who's a safety from Cal. My gym a, teacher in elementary school was Mr. Bynum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This guy, uh, he played a little last year, and he flashed some last year on special teams. Got Home Alone 2 on TV right now. He, he's the starting safety. So there's some positive things, but I, I think it's going to take him a while to get used to the system, and I wouldn't be surprised if they have a slow start. Daniel Stern. Hell yeah, dude. You know? Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just enjoying it because people are really high on the Vikings, and I love your, I love how you react in the face of optimism. Yeah, well, it's so you know, I kind of hope they do go eleven and five or eleven and seven, whatever the fucking makeup is. I know, yeah. Just so you could every game of you, they're gonna blow it. Like of you just being the most stressed out eleven and seven I've ever seen a human being. Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely had some moments watching the Vikings. They they've been. I remember one time I was watching with the Lions Den, and they were seven. This is two thousand. They were seven and zero, and they were playing. Oh, they're six and zero playing the Bills, and they ended up beating them. But Keith, Keith, I can see their flaws in a seven and zero team. Obviously. You could tell what they were, they were. They were not good, and their defense was porous. But they still had Moss, and they had Young Culpepper, and, and Chris Carter was at the very end of his career, and they still had Robert Smith. So their offense was still pretty potent. 
But it was like their defense was terrible, and I could see that, and that's exactly the reason why they lost. So, you know, I have to look at things from a very, very critical point of view. That's what makes it more devastating when they lose, and you know the team's actually good. The 09 team, somewhat 2017, but not really. The 09 and the 98 team, you know, again, those are the best teams that I ever saw them have. They are the best teams. I romanticized the late 80s. So those were probably, flawed. those were the ones where you were like, you didn't have any like, they're going to blow it. Like well, you, well, had, I mean, well, you had genuine hope. Yeah, yeah. Other than it's football and the ball bounces weird and shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's a certain chance, but, but they're in the mix. They're one of the top four teams. If you're one of the top four teams, you can win it all. Trying to you sneak, can win it trying all. to sneak a little Rams football on here for you, Bailey. If you look through Crocious, yep, you'll be able to see the Rams game. My girlfriend is working this place right now. Oh yeah, she's doing uh, doing concessions there right. Oh now. look at that! You know, so hell she's yeah, making dude. a buck doing that. It's fucking cashless. She just has to stand there. Yeah, it's really yeah. like if they're one step short of having robots. Yeah, yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah. The humans absolutely. are there to monitor the screen. Yeah, while you inject, while you fucking, while you penetrate it with your debit card. Yep. And, and, then, and then, that's it. They yeah. hand you and they hand you it. Nice. No straws lid with the fucking with the coffee hole on yeah. the side of it. Yeah. I got WrestleMania tickets. Oh, you did. Yeah. Night two. If you want to go with me. What, when is if it? None of my friends. It's next April. Oh, it's next April. Yeah. yeah. Is it SoFi? Hell yeah. Night two. Dude, you want to watch? I tell you what. And you know, I hate professional. It'll, that'll be the best part of you going. But yeah. But to, <laughs> but to be honest with you. It might be kind of an interesting Here's thing the to thing check though, out. Crow, you you know? can't leave. Oh no no no! I'll, I'll I'll go and I'll gut it out for the entire experience. Because this they is, sell beers there, I assume. Oh correct? yeah, we'll yeah, walk yeah. around. It's a four hour show. Man, you, th- you think you would? So would you? Like <laughs> Do you bump into like? Is Marty gonna be there? And oh stuff? yeah, he'll and, be there. Yeah. Does he go to all the WrestleManias? I mean, the ones he can go. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This is the crosstown rival of the Chargers and Rams. Chargers and Rams, same same house. Oh. Who's, hey guys, whose house? I know. Look, look at is this, is this Herbert? No, it's yeah, got that's Herbert. I don't know. That's is fucking it four. No, I think the, the, the Char- Chase Daniel the Chargers of Chase Daniel. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Staley's a Bears guy, and Daniel was on the Bears. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Staley's that- too. He's too uh, analytic. <laughs> you know this guy. A fourth and fifteen goes for it. <laughs> So we'll see. Pepsi, Coke, Pop, <laughs> Boeing, yeah. Allstate, McDonald's, Boeing, Airbus, Sara Lee, giant companies. Embraer, you look at the CEO of Embraer. <laughs> like, like what you're getting on their side? It's just, it is so bizarre how social media has like skewed the way things are presented. It's amazing. It's pretty incredible if you embrace it. I will say I agree with Eric Dickerson. The new Rams logo does look like two bananas, <laughs> like <laughs> put lengthwise. Yeah, yeah. That old blue, that old Ram uniform, like when I was a kid, classic is a pretty good uniform. Oh, did you, Would you see agree? they changed the rules? They are allowing different helmets this year. Did you see everybody's third helmets? Do you want to see everybody's third helmet uniforms? Oh, interesting. Wow. Because I think the Vikings are doing an all black motif. Wow. Let's let's wow. do it. Let's. This will be the first breakaway all, topic. But this is also like. This is what football, you know, it's all merchandise. Again, when I was watching the 78 Eagles Viking game in the old Met, first off, the state, the field at the stadium was an absolute quagmire. And it was so poorly. I mean, the field technology has advanced so much. It's incredible. You know what else has changed? The kicking. The Vikings had a kicker, Rick I'll tell Danmeyer. you what's changed in Chicago. The Justin Fields you know technology. Far- Rick Danmeyer. Rick Danmeyer, their straight-on kicker in 78, kicked the football one-third of the way up the goalpost. Straight 
kicker. Yeah, you know, and it was one third of the way up the it, it, high school kickers today are better than Rick Danmeyer. That's how bad Rick Danmeyer was. So here. there was, and they would pan across the crowd, dude. No one was wearing merchandise. An occasional stocking cap, like a Viking stocking cap. No one wore merch. Couple. And, 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 uh, there's another interesting thing I watched. I watched the 77 playoff game with the Vikings and the Rams. It was that famous mud ball game. You may have seen pictures of it. Oh, yeah. Last hurrah of the good Viking teams with Allen Page. They won 14-7 and then lost in the NFC Championship game with the Cowboys the next game. So, <laughs> Bailey, I love you. In the, in the chat, he just goes, Delta, Con Air. He starts listing other things. <laughs> exactly. That's going to be our thing. Known companies. I want to build a fan base to where if you see Colin Coward, you just start... <laughs> berating him with corporation companies names like coca-cola you know exactly just massive companies yeah 3m sofi pop chime <laughs> so but but it was again there was no merch no merch at all so if you look up here crow here is the orange helmet the bears are going orange helmet with their alternates oh i kind of like the that. brown one the yeah. bangles are going with a white helmet Ooh, with the black stripes with that, that's dangerous Ooh, <laughs> look like Spy versus Spy out there. But you know what? what is I, this a Mad Magazine or NFL <laughs> Sunday? I love Spy versus Spy when I was a kid. Uh, but you know what was interesting? I watched the 81 AFC Championship game between the Chargers and the, and the Bengals. Minus 59 wind chill, like record-breaking cold. One of the coldest games ever. Bengals won. And when they panned across the crowd from the time from 78 to 81, merchandise started to like, no, it was the AFC Championship game too, so everyone's going to Like I'd say a third of the crowd had merch on in 81. Now it was really crude, like a crude hat or like, you know, a crude face mask or like a, like a, a jacket, you know, it was like, so it was very crude, but, but merch started to make. So now it's all merch. The, the entire stadium's merch. Well, now they're going to be know? able to sell these helmets, daddy. The Cardinals are going black with the regular Cardinal. I don't know. I think that's a little lame. Commanders, I think, are just going straight black. I can't really see the do, do, do they, what is their, what is, is it just their player number? On their side of their helmet? I th no, it's just a W. It's that W. Oh, on okay. The front. Okay. Cowboys okay. are going with the white helmet, the white Dallas helmet, yeah. like the 60s ice bow. The ice bow. Yep. Yep. Uh, Eagles doesn't look like they're real. Oh, they, I think they got a silver stripe down the middle, but they're yeah. also going Kelly Green. They're bringing the Kelly Green jersey back. I, I got a minute. Watching the jerseys of that era, I see again, and this is me being an old man. That's when I first fell in love with football in the late 70s. And, and the <laughs> uniforms were just, I mean, they were, they're pretty crude. You know, they're pretty crude, uh, but the, they work. The uh, Panthers got a nice little slick. I think they use the black helmet transfer well yeah, because they yeah. faded it into the decal. Like if, the blue if Christian McCaffrey in. can be healthy this year, they're going to be good, I think. I McCaffrey don't know about that, though. Here's the best four, I think. Oh, the Falcons. The Falcons that, are going back the to the one red. the 60s, man. Wow. They're going back to the one. This is the helmet everybody uses when... Uh, when white people want to defend Native American logos, they'll go, the Patriots used to have a human being as their logo. Yeah, but the... <laughs> a white man for their logo. <laughs> yeah, Again, they live in a world of false equivalencies. They live in a... You know, one is like, look, look at who we conquered, and we're going to make them our mascot. <gasps> I mean, come on. That is so bad, you know? But, uh, the Patriot... What? And then the Giants are going with the specific 1986 Giants oh, helmets. Yeah, when they won. Yeah, they, they that won. is a, that is the helmet of that. Yeah, was used to reverberate the sound of Joe Theismann's leg snapping on Monday Night Football. <laughs> Mark Bavaro getting. Those are great helmets. What do, do the Vikings have one? Or Let mean, me see. Let's see Vikings classic I, jersey. I'm sure it'll be crap. It'll be crap what they do. That they, they kind of get it sometimes, but they're still kind of folksy and hick. They're hicks up there. 
I think they, they don't did, know, they don't I know think they are up. doing a weird thing with their helmet here. I believe it. Uh, their best helmet was their, their the early 80s Viking helmet. I've been watching a bunch of games from that era. It's been fun to watch them. Because it, it's made me realize kind of where they were good and what they were very mediocre. Updated the old shop. Okay, so they got the one with the with the yeah. orange. Yeah, with the yellow. yellow. I like that. Look at that. That's a classic one. Oh, absolutely. The stripes are. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, let's go. Ooh, Sal, Sal. You know something, Sal? I gotta get me a Vikings jersey, Sal. Ooh. But I'm trying ooh. to see if you want to. Do you want a Cousins jersey? No, God, no. Would you oh, go yeah. Moss? Would you go classic or new? That is well, the rookie year. Do you know what I have? You know what do I you have? have? That white one right there with the uh, patch. No, no. I actually have a Fran Tarkenton jersey. A girlfriend of mine bought me a Fran Tarkenton jersey for my birthday, and I've never worn it because I'm only going to wear it if they go to the Super Bowl. Two Viking re- now, that's Vikings reveal tweak uniforms for 2022. Yep. So let's see. I wanted an Alan Page jersey. She didn't know me that well. That bums me out. She didn't know. <laughs> I, I gushed over Alan Page, but she got it's still very nice for Tarkin. I mean, that, that jersey was like 260 bucks, I think. I mean, that's a nice jersey, but I've never worn it. I'm going to wear it when they go to the Super Bowl. I don't know if the Vikings are like doing anything too drastic yeah, this year. They probably, you know. I did see this well, thing, yeah, but I yeah, don't know if yeah. that's like a real thing. This is from Vikings territory. Yeah, no, that would make sense. That kind of black matted color. Oh, that's know? from 2020. You know, but they, you know, I, I, yeah, actually, I don't know. I think they're know, just sticking with this. I think they are what they are. You know, again, if if Daniil Hunter and and the guy that Zaris, uh, that guy Smith from the uh, uh, Zadarius Smith they got from the pack, if they can be healthy for the year, I think that their defense can actually be okay. But those guys haven't been healthy in three fucking years. They've been both nicked up for two straight years. So it's like I, I hope that you know their bodies can deal with it because it's it's still a brutal sport. Even with it being, you know, you look it looks different now, but it's still a brutal sport. Do we want to? Wanna, do we want to ease into a little Colin to fit sure, off the yeah. NFL yeah, yeah, here? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think it's a good idea. Well, I'm at Makes it. Makes sense. So, out of these three topics, do we want to watch him try and guess backups, or talk about the Lamar Jackson deal, or on his podcast talking about Jimmy G and Trey Lance? Ooh, boy. We'll do a nice deep dive too. We'll listen to the interview. We'll make fun of every little line. Boy, I was going to say the middle one, but I think it's the last. And we'll give our opinion. Well, on that what's, too. what's the middle one again? Sorry, what's the him talking about the Lamar Jackson contract? I think that's a little more spicy. Yeah, I actually that that appeals to me just because they're him talking about the Lamar Jackson now. <laughs> there are some unique dynamics going on, and and believe me, we have a uh, an important informed opinion on this. My my many contract negotiations Dang in an NFL boardroom never oh, happened yeah. once. I got to bounce. I got to bounce a little audio here. Here we go. was never even really asked for before to show so the story is Lamar Jackson wants a guaranteed $230 million deal. Now he's negotiating for himself. So it's easy for them. Like it's a really chicken situation. Like agents are really there to mitigate the like train coming at the player, which is the team of like the, the standoff of like, take it or leave it. Yeah. And, and I think, and, yeah. And, and looking at the language in a contract, like, I think is very important. Like obviously. Roquan Smith is doing with the bears. He put out a huge press release saying that the Bears don't respect him and that this new regime has been giving him a take-it-or-leave-it deal. And I get that, but isn't every negotiation a take-it-or-leave-it deal? Like, aren't you kind of a bitch if, like, every time you give someone an offer, you're like, okay, I'll tweak that. Well, yeah. Okay, I'll tweak that. Like, at some point, that's not a negotiation. That's you. Why don't we just give you a blank piece of paper and you write what you want? 
Well, I think it depends upon the caliber of player in the NFL. I think if you're a special teamer, you basically just take the contract. That's where also you, you, you might you might have a, an attorney look at it, but it's it's not. And you know, that'll be the thing think, that time tells with Roquan and the Bears is I think that's maybe their ploy or maybe why he's red assed of saying they're disrespecting me and it's been taken. Because he's leave also it. negotiating. Well, his maybe own they looked yeah. at Roquan and they were like, "We don't think you're that good, dude. Well, like we don't think you're worth it. Like I get it, you're an All Pro, but like." We have a new defense. Yeah. A 4-3 defense. Fit? Do you, do you fit, fit it? Yeah. We need to fucking, or do you do the hits principle? All that little weird shit. Like, yeah. So I think he might be a little red ass because they might have been like, dude, you're not as good as you say you are. Yeah. Like yeah. he wants to be the highest paid linebacker in the NFL. Oh, well, yeah. I, I would disagree with that. And that was know? part of the thing is he was like, I can't, because the deal they offered him was backloaded, like heavily backloaded. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And he said it would fuck up the market for every linebacker. Yeah. And it's where I agreed on Colin because this was brought up on the news. He made fun of the Bears. Maybe we can talk of watch him making fun sure. of the Bears. They need to go on a vacation with the Rams. <laughs> How they do it. The Rams are. Da, da, da. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, um, or but he was Colin was saying like having a linebacker doesn't help Justin Fields. Yeah, trade him for an offensive yeah. lineman, an, an offensive lineman, and a first round pick. I, I watched a preview for them this past week. Some guy just on YouTube had a preview of just, and he was saying what he likes about them, what he dislikes, and he was just saying how they're just so young. I mean, and, and when you're young, it's just you're not, you know, you have growing pains. You know, there are games where you get handed, and. He just is not a believer in the, this guy who did the review. He says, thinks they're offensive line. They haven't done enough to sort of repair it. Yeah. They think their first two picks were pretty good, but they really disagree with a lot of their lower picks. So I don't know. Who, so he, who knows? So here's Colin, and he's, he's, he's a pay it player, but let's just yeah. see how. I like how he, I just like how Colin describes things. Don Watson. So, and you know, this is the new world, and I would pay we'll start back. his mother, Felicia, is, uh, by Felicia. That's yeah. that's Lamar Jackson's mother. I love it. his mother, Felicia. Yeah. I talk to her. I text. Yeah. I'm in her DMs. <laughs> his agent, which is different. Um, which is but different. different. Yeah. It's different. You know, he grew up in a different household. Yeah. He grew up eating spam. Yeah. Um, he is asking for a fully guaranteed deal. This is what was never even really asked for before Deshaun Watson. So, and you know, this is the new world and I would pay Lamar Jackson pretty much whatever the market bears. It is interesting. It, it, let's How say they didn't pay him and he went to the market. I mean, I don't think it's because that's the thing about it being guaranteed. So whatever you think justifies a guaranteed contract. So, cause he wants 230 guaranteed. I, I think the years are like, I don't give a fuck. Or? I think, I think that's what Deshaun's is. Oh, 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 interesting. Interesting. Okay. 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 So. He, okay, yeah, I, I want to hear what the length is. You know, uh, I don't think that's discussed. I think this is just all about like he wants two hundred and thirty million guaranteed. However, you structure that years wise, that is what I want. Well, Mahomes didn't Mahomes get a half a billion dollar contract? Yeah, but that's it's like three hundred million is incentives. I mean, geez, like he's got to win another Super Bowl. He's got to lead the league in touchdowns. I think MVPs are tied. He might have already missed a lot of those incentives. <laughs> God. You'd you'd have to go get Lamar Jackson, um, but it would be fascinating. He's a unique player who has to be kind of uniquely coached. That's okay. Um, he needs it. You know how they are with mamas and papa. <laughs> they he probably needs, don't know their father. He needs his ditty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, horrible. I think people for <laughs> just horrible, bad, just racist comments. My daughter observes these black people at Pepperdine. 
and yeah, Pepperdine, yeah. <laughs> all forty-three. Watch <laughs> no. he wins. So let's just. Do you know who went to Pepperdine? Kim Fields, Tootie from. Oh, uh, look at that! Yeah, there you go. From, uh, not Lamar God. Jackson. I'm just gonna say, there's a quarterback. I can't remember He's the fucking name of the show. Back to the his. This is. I love this description. So he. This is his like pitch to pay Lamar. I'm just going to say there's a quarterback. He's a rookie. His friend. He's black. <laughs> He's different. The, the, yeah. The, the, what, what's his 20 and 20 in their previous four games. They started 40. in week 11 as a rookie. He goes six and one. He's the only difference in the team. He wins six of seven games. The next year, that player is MVP. Yeah. The next year, he goes 11 and five, wins a playoff game. He's 24. And then last year, he's leading the division, is a number two seed in the superior AFC, gets hurt, and the season's over. Yeah, it was done. I know venture capitalists in Baltimore who will pitch in money. He's like Trump on the fucking who wants to be on whatever show that was. What the fuck was his show? Uh, the Apprentice. The Apprentice. Yeah. How he would always be like, I know, because that, that was the thing about that show is they'd have competitions where like, you got to sell hot dogs to rich people. You got to charge like get people to pay 10 grand for a hot dog yeah 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 and trump would always be like i know six people down the street that would have paid thirty thousand. for oh a hot god dog. that's such he a would fucking great people what is he alec baldwin from fucking glengarry but Glen i feel Ross? like that's colin i know people i'm i'm very tapped in into the baltimore financial area yeah i know <laughs> you can that get that money that together is. baltimore the wire david chase sopranos <laughs> Eddie Murray, Ken pork sandwiches. <laughs> the pork industry is huge down. There. I, I wonder what the big companies in Baltimore. Hormel. Uh, it's probably Minnesota. Go ahead. It's probably fucking. I don't know. I wonder what it is. Shipping. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. ever won yeah. this fast, this much. This is not baseball where we glamorize history. It is not the NBA where you can be a losing player, but Carmelo's still going to go in the Hall of Fame. Carmelo Anthony. In football, it is winning. That's why Philip Rivers threw fewer interceptions than Eli Manning. Had more passing touchdowns, more passing yards. More pelts on his wall. Deer heads everywhere. <laughs> and procreated the white race better. Has nine. I think Philip Rivers has nine children. Oh, he's children. a quiverful kind of guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he uh, he uh wants a big white family. That white and race he, is going to be produced. that with Philip Rivers and people roll their eyes at you. Because that's what football is about. Football is about winning games. It's why I'm a fan of Garoppolo. I'm a fan of Kyler Murray. I'm a fan of Lamar Jackson. Too often we're looking for the perfect quarterback. Does Lamar play? I'm a fan of those guys because they're just in the news, and I get to <laughs> mind them names. for narratives. Better with a lead than behind. Um, so does everybody, including Aaron Rodgers. Yes, but I did think he took a big leap. He has six fourth quarter comebacks in his career. He had two entering last year. So it, he clearly, as a quarterback, is getting better playing later from behind. I, I don't think Getting he's better. Book reports, reading, Pizza Hut, <laughs> sentence scholastic. <laughs> Just <laughs> mentioned yeah, weird paths to be success. That's hilarious. That's a funny idea. Going exactly. Yeah. Glee Club. Yeah. Good debate. Personal forensics. <laughs> yeah, doing a part-time gig at, at, at Pizza Hut. You know. I don't think anybody in the world except Patrick Mahomes looks like Josh Allen. But if you just to just if I just told you there was a quarterback that took over a franchise that was in the middle of again, a I, I'd lead with black. Just so you know, <laughs> that matters. Talk to Mike Bone. That matters <laughs> in today's world. No, I, I, twenty and yeah. twenty forty said. game schlog. He stepped. Here's what I want to know about: What do you feel about stats like this? Because um, winning, as they say, is the most important stat. 
So, but as far as far as raw talent, like I think the list, maybe one of those guys, my guy Bernie, might say he's not the most elite quarterback. Yeah, Kosar um, couldn't run for lick. But I mean, great I think this is run for shit. even though wins is such an arbitrary, not arbitrary, but such a non-stat stat because yeah. it's the outcome of the game. Well, it's also you have, it, there's there's twenty there's thirty players who play or whatever. 40, but I think you know? there it's are like, some stats where you see who else is in it, and you're like. Oh, only elite players do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think this is one of those things where I actually agree with Colin here, where I didn't realize that he's won 37 games in yeah. the last three years. Like, there's not very many rookie quarterbacks that are like average you, like, 10 wins for their first three years. Oh, yeah. Not at all. I mean, you, it takes some guys don't figure. When I was watching that Viking game yesterday, I, I told you I watched a Monday night football game, just, just 20 minutes. Bears, Vikings, Ditka's last year, 92. Vikings smoked him. You know, starting quarterback for the Vikings. This is in '92. Starting quarterback, Steve Walsh, right? No, 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 no. So it was. It, it was, uh, it was for Rich Gannon. Yes, it was Rich Gannon. Yeah, Rich Gannon was a starting quarterback, and I remember he got and, and he was a very good athlete. Oh, he's it, awesome. And he took in a while. Super Bowl for that year. Yeah. Rich Gannon can throw it. Oh, well, he was the MVP. You know, two ten years later, he was the MVP of the league. My point is that he he matured. You know, and where so, was Chris Chandler at in those days? Oh uh, God, I, I think he was actually a. A backup for the Oilers for Warren Moon and stuff. He he was a good backup. My intro um, to Chris Chandler is the '98 Falcons. Yeah, well, and 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 he he had a great game against the Vikings. People don't talk about his game. He was very good against the Vikings when they beat the Vikings. I think he threw for 366 yards. You must have hated the Dirty Bird. Well, I was so arrogant. I was so arrogant. You were like, yeah, dance like a bird. I was, I was like, you don't realize what you're facing. Randy Moss is a <laughs> whatever a phenomenal athlete you don't know what you're facing i mean so i i think this is an important stat i think it's yeah. real i mean because I, I also look at these teams before they got there now marino went to the the the, uh, the dolphins who were a pretty good team they went to the super bowl and they lost the yeah. redskins that was before marino's on the team so he had a pretty good team but he definitely was a good blood so i think the patriots weren't, weren't very good they, they weren't they good. Went, i think they went two and 14 oh they had a one in 15 season you know i mean they had some bad years he threw I think 800 passes his rookie year. Oh, he he threw 70 against the Vikings yeah. in 40 in 1994. 70. I remember the Vikings were winning that game at halftime. I would like to read the newspapers because that was probably back then where like why are they throwing so much during the game? No, no, the, they're not going to win a championship throwing the ball 70 times a game. That, that, that's why I give Parcells credit and he was just like he is our best player. Did they have Curtis Martin yet? Uh, I don't think they I don't think they had that was back when yet. adding a running back made you a championship contender. Oh, yeah, boy. absolutely, absolutely. I remember absolutely. even in '98 when the Bears drafted Curtis Enos, the tone really was like, "Oh, he's if they the hit guy." Enos, yeah, yeah. How how the game? You need three guys to gain 600 yards apiece and catch like 35 to 40. You balls. need three weapons: wide receiver, outside tackle, Dole, yeah, <laughs> United Fruit. <laughs> Guatemalan government, our bends, overthrow yeah. it through the CIA. You need three weapons, Smith and Weston. <laughs> yeah, but I think this is a real, because Josh Allen, I mean, the Bills have been shitty, and Josh yeah. Allen's good. Also, Bledsoe gets brought down because of Tom Brady, but Bledsoe's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Well, Bledsoe's a very good quarterback. He, they went to the Super Bowl with him one and time. And the Bills, you know I mean, the Bills were, like, it's obviously, not Brady, but. obviously when Bledsoe went to the Bills, it didn't work out. But that kind of shifted the whole tone of the franchise. They changed their uniforms when they got fucking yeah. blood. So it was oh, like yeah, the he was that much of a new name. era. Yeah, because yeah, they, they were bad for a while. And, they, and he came in. Yeah, I think this is a good stat. I, I think this says this says something to me. Listen, he's been yeah, my, he's been my starting fantasy quarterback three years in a row. Dual threat, baby. And he has been great. But at the same time, I'm kind of over him because I think he got hurt last year. He's a little year. injury prone. Yeah, and he's. 
I hate to say, you get, you get, your body gets the shit kicked out of you, man. And when you're 22 versus 32, it's a different thing. It's a different thing. When you're 22, you can take the pounding. But anyway, go ahead. The quarterback, only difference goes six and one to MVP to 11 and five in a playoff win to leading the division gets hurt to manager. To corporate to executive, boy. to this. Now he's got a cor- corner office. He's firing people for no reason. You'd you f- be like, of you course you're going to sign him. People. Oh, I gotta, I gotta show you. I'll find it. There's a tweet today from Colin about. Uh, oh, I gotta pull it. Um, it was essentially about how. Oh fuck! Let me find it. People want to put everybody in a box, and he's just a different player. He's a unique player who has to be uniquely coordinated he has more wins before 25 than any player ever in yeah. fact remember how good big ben and the steelers were in his first, few the first years? thing that comes in he's eight wins behind him yeah and the division was All worse right. back then colin the tweets a lot i appreciate that there's his living room there's a peek a into colin's life he's got a blanket right there look at that fucking internet box yeah so I, I, that man's I wired to me, Apple TV remote, big one, so he's got the big fucking yeah. deluxe. Kyler Murray wins. Cuts up his Marvel cocaine on that little thing. Wins. I've had Depp over. <laughs> yeah, who's he tight What's with? This who, who's who's, who's, who's he tight with? He knows Mike Bone from fucking USC. Because okay. so, he's a SoCal guy. Oh, he's based in SoCal, right? Oh, what was? I don't even know. I'm going to find this tweet. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't start. Now, think about that. I'm going to find this tweet. Kyle Shanahan but it was just Ross. essentially how, like, winner without Garoppolo. He's doing something. Uh, the real, doing something the real, t- it was just someone, like, crying that, like, you need to make things more fair. And it was just, like, the real stars fucking tough it out. That's how it is in Hollywood. <laughs> like, that's how he, <laughs> that's how it is in Hollywood. Well, I mean, again, in the 80s, the notion of an athlete being an entertainer actually became something. Before that, like in the 70s, when I was watching that football game again, when guys, Harold Carmack had a 60-yard bomb reception for the first touch. That was a total response. Like the Vikings scored in the opening drive. Eagles respond immediately. Bomb to Harold Carmichael. He scored a touchdown. was just like <laughs> shaking hands. He's in the corporate boardroom, you know, after like sealing a deal. Good job. Like there was no enthusiasm whatsoever. It's so hilarious. I mean, they got a little more Everybody. fired up at the end of the game. They did. They knew it was says, I think his delivery system is fine. I mean, he kind of flips it. Kyler Murray's got a perfect throwing motion. Justin Herbert could be the logo for the league. Patrick Mahomes goes sideways mechanically every year for about a month and a half. I don't know. You win 75% of your games, I'm in. And remember, he's a shit granny style. So, so he very much there. backs Lamar Jackson. Oh yeah. I, I wanted to find the length of that contract. That's what it's not. There out. is no length. He wants two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed. I there's wonder no, what he's thinking. There's of. no length. Yeah. It's like this is how much money I want. I don't give a fuck if you do it in two years, three, four, or ten. Ten. Yeah. If they did it for ten, <laughs> obviously, if it's a ten-year deal, it would be like a six hundred million dollar contract. With two, like I don't, yeah, I don't it's, think, it's I don't think he would take a only two hundred. He wants Kirk Cousins makes forty million a year because the the know? Deshaun 41. deal's two seventy nine guaranteed, huh. but it's only like a four year contract. God, so that's reasonable to be like, well, I want the whole thing guaranteed. It's fucking forty million bucks a year. Yeah. Uh, we it's could more f- than that. We could do a couple more Collins. We could talk 70. about. We can run through some of these news topics. We got Olivia Newton John. I tell you what, we got Mosley. Uh, this is. The, I know it's a pivot. It's a stark pivot. 
We've been talking about football. Want to do the, the CPAC some. crying guy? We be, uh, I wouldn't mind talking about that, but but I got to be honest. With you. Olivia Newton-John dying. Uh, I, I noted it. It was noted in my mind. I was a big Grease fan as a kid. You know, and, and she, she was. She kind of fell off to me. Like friends are important. Well, like, for I, me, it's Xanadu. I only know her from Grease. So, like, there's. I'm just. I Sandy died to me. Like, yeah. I don't really yeah. know her from anything else. Well, you the, know her from the era when she was just, like, banging out hits. Oh, absolutely. I mean, she was a popular musician. I mean, she was very much a clean cut pop star, very squeaky clean pop star. But let's get physical was kind of a uh, you know that 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 was like a, a was that pre Xanadu? Did Xanadu come after that? No, Xanadu was a year before. Her high watermark is like seventy eight to about eighty two. Xanadu seems like something they let you do when you have far too much power in Hollywood. It is. Why well, we've talked about it a million times. It might be worth seeing. Type in climactic scene of Xanadu. It's bizarre. It, it, Gene Kelly is in it. And it is, here's the plot. Here's the plot. Olivia Newton-John is a muse. She's like a, she's actually an animation figure, an angel that comes to life to the main character. The main character is a guy who works, I think he works at an album painting firm. They they paint album covers. <laughs> it's such a late 70s like, job in LA. Hey, I paint album covers, man. I do graphic design. They just get all- It's such a, I, uh, like a uh, naive thing to think that that's a job too. Like I remember oh, yeah. I worked in a video store and I was like, whoever's job it is to name these movies has the best job ever. <laughs> and Hayes died too. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, she man. She burnt up in a car. Yeah. On she... the last episode, we showed pictures of the car. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. they were like, she has a long road to recovery ahead of her. I was yeah, just I was like, like, whoa, look at this car. She's fucking died. She's my age. She probably 69. fucking, she fucking do, she did it for Johnny. She oh, Johnny'd out. I, I, I think that we'll she, do it for Johnny. I, I think she had, yeah, I we'll think do that it she, had, I, I, she had severe mental problems. Yeah, if you hear, if you hear her story, like, I think she was like sexually abused by, I mean, like repeatedly sexually abused by her father, like incest. Didn't she like, know? which is rough. She was with Ellen, broke up with Ellen, then became straight. I think right? she was, yeah. Or she's yeah, bisexual. Yeah. I think she's pretty, pretty hardcore bi, you know? Yeah. You know, I so wonder if her and old Top Gun ever rubbed muff. <laughs> well, I'm sure she had her moments. Uh, this is the here's the this big is finale. The part scene. one, part one. So here's what it is: they have to open up a club. I'm going to play it in Santa Monica. We'll go. called Xanadu, and, and what it is the club? It's our like, Moulin Rouge. Do, do you see? Do you see what the what the club they're, actually it looks is? Like, oh yeah, they're fucking throwing they're on, bowling pins. They're on roller skates. It's a roller skating ring. I love how you make it sound like this epic, and they're clearly in like a a bingo hall. They're like well, exactly they're, they're in where you have wedding receptions. Well, that's why it's so goofy to me. This it, looks like midnight special. Yeah, I mean, but the, the lighting, the set there. I mean, that was like whoa. Listen to this. It is. This is again, sounds like an early Jackson's album. My, Don't stop till you get enough. My, that, that's the lead. He was in Warriors also. Look at that hair. My my, my every uh, guy trying to look like David Bowie in this. <laughs> My uh, my take on this movie, my my line this week is: Think of the coke that was done on the set for this. Oh yeah, it must, I mean, because it's all a bunch of dancers, and also the opening song ELO does a soundtrack for this. Fucking, you goddamn right they do. And that the song is "I'm Alive." I'm alive. I'm alive. It is really bizarre. Like the fact that this got greenlit and what it is, it's just. It's an uh, it's very it's corny jokes, but it was also this thing about the seventies still tried to tap into like the twenties in some weird way. You know, a lot of Art Deco in this. It's just bizarre. 
roller skating and like it's bizarre. There's also like they have a punk rock scene in this with like bad punk hairstyles. And, and here's this whole like Tommy gun. Like here, this is oh, Michael the Tommy Jackson. Gun. Jackson was probably inside. I love Xanadu. I mean, if if you look at that, I mean, th- that's actually you know that's choreographed. What if they just do the thriller dance? I mean, and they th- fucking he just stole from everybody. For 1980, this was like pretty high end. I dancing. actually taught him the thriller dance. <laughs> if you look at this, I mean, this is. They brought it up on another podcast, but I didn't realize the whole breaking point of Greece is that Zuko tries to feel up Sandy and she gets all upset and he goes, why can't you see? I love you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's the whole, that's the whole that's reason it. they break up. <laughs> you raped me, Danny. <laughs> oh, Sandy, I didn't rape you. Hey, she- yeah, but I wasn't totally surprised by her death. because She had cancer. Look, look at I for mean, 10 years. Yeah. She normed it yeah. out. Yeah. This also the song I'm Alive. I, I feel say, like they're building to like the culmination of what fucking Olivia Newton John has become. She enters she's gone yes. through a journey. Yep. And she's now you're seeing final form Olivia <laughs> yes. Newton John. That is exactly what has happened. She's not a cartoon character anymore. She's a, a flesh and bone human being. I have to admit it though, you flesh see and her. Bone, hell yeah, dude. She looks really good. Put a little flesh and she my looks bone, pretty good, you man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's gonna come up with <laughs> But what she's wearing is like this, like a genie outfit. Watch out, or guys! Crow's watching Olivia Newton-John. It, yeah, it, it's pretty. Uh, she's gonna be introduced here soon. It's also it takes like three minutes to get there. It's like look come at those, on, look at that hip shaking, yeah. dude. They look like Max Headroom up there. Y- you have to admit it. Look at those Headroom guys. Y- this show too. I mean, half these people uh, were dead within five oh, years of age. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this I mean, was the, a lot of ways too. Yeah, early yeah. suicides. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pills. Yeah. Uh, uh, Russian roulette was a big way to kill yourself <laughs> in the 1980s. Early 80s. Eric Van Hextall or whatever fucking, that guy. Look, what was that guy's Gene name? Kelly. Eric, Eric Van Hextall or something like that. I don't, I don't know. He was a, a child star in the 80s. That Here she is. You got to admit it. <laughs> this looks like a uh, telethon, the Jerry Lewis telethon. <laughs> it does have that look to it. Look at her, though. You, you could tell it. all they could afford was Olivia Newton-John and a roller rink. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And they were like, we'll get a, I know a kindergarten teacher. She can make the set. I mean, they're trying to like her arc from Greece. Like this is her first movie after Greece. I think she also did a movie with, with, with Travolta called two of a kind. That was a complete bomb in 1983. Like, Hey, we'll get our chemistry back. Right. Travolta, right. Olivia Newton-John. We'll get it back. Five years later, no one gave a shit. It was over. The eighties had happened. We weren't looking back in the fifties anymore. Reagan was president. Your chemistry doesn't work. So, but this is, uh, I have a joke now and let me see how you feel about this punchline. Sure. So I have a joke about how 20 years to me now doesn't look like 20 years in the nineties because to me, things look the same. Like I go in 1993, Days and Confused came out. It's a 15-year yeah. difference. It's about the year 1976. I go, but when you watch that, yeah. you can clearly tell this is a movie about our parents, and they eventually voted for Ronald Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like that line? <laughs> yeah, that, that's you know, yeah, that, that's funny. Because that is when I see those hippies, like those fucking, hell yeah, brother, crushing yeah. puss, yeah. cracking kegs, we're having a party. It's out at the Moon Tower. Yeah. To me, all those guys voted for Ronald Reagan and got good corporate jobs. Interesting. I work at the Texaco. Interesting. I'm you know? the CEO of Texaco Cause, now. Because certainly the way it was portrayed was they, they were parting hard. Look at this. Look at this guy doing the splits. Like his whole thing. Like he's wearing. Like, he has like one of those Japanese umbrellas. Let's pop it out. Oh, we make it. We make it hit, but it's good. 
This is where they focus Twitch just is on cool her with face. It. As long as it's three or four seconds. Uh, Twitch is a beautiful website. Cool. I'm, I, we're doing clips on YouTube. We're weaning off YouTube. Cool. It's gay. Yeah. <laughs> easy there. But yeah, they focus on her face a lot. They see. He's in love with her. YouTube's a robot, though. That's my I want to live in a future where we take all of the slurs we were giving the marginalized people and we throw them at technology <laughs> and make technology. Yeah. Ever. Look at him just wiggling yeah. that fucking hip, dude. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dude, this is this was sexy. You you were intimate with yourself a little bit when you watched this, right? You know, I got to be honest. I discovered how to whack off late in life, and I uh, how would you? I feel oh, like that's just look one, at this. I feel like that's how a cat learns to piss in a box. Like you just you don't you don't learn. You just do it. She was she was gorgeous, but this is a ridiculous movie. So is she coming into real life? I'm really gonna yes. I'm gonna leave with you, Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were gonna. Yeah, we're going to go together and we're going to be in Never Neverland. Rest in peace, like, Olivia. Like he had to go into the like, look at this. They have like a, a she turned trapeze down, artist. She probably here. turned it's, down Grease 2 for this. Good point. Yeah, Grease 2. Wow. <clears throat> Again. Old Pfeffer, Michelle w Pfeffer. W one of the worst sequels ever. So I want to go into part two or uh, it's pretty bad because it, 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 it turns into a Western hoedag. Look, how, look how it's spinning this poor girl. They probably, this is probably just an actress who hung herself like the wizard of Oz. And they were like, we'll use her as a prop. Yeah. We, we got her. We got her embalmed body. Yeah. She's under glass. They, fucking, uh, that's, <laughs> this is, uh, this is, uh, fucking, uh, Tim Burton's first work with a puppet. <laughs> just yeah. controlling the dead act. Can you control the dead broad that we're going to dangle? I, I guess Burton's early work was he worked a lot on like Big uh, Top Pee Wee or something uh, like that. Right? Well, I, I saw that movie, but he did a lot of the work uh, at Epcot Center. A lot of the, 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 the animatronic sort of beings and shit. Like he did a lot of work on that. So look at, look at that. I mean, that, that's like, that's a big time. Effect, I mean, you, you know? do fucking, this is what were people doing hashish back then? You oh, smoke hashish to this movie. And people were also bumping Coke. They're bumping Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Coke was this. Coke maybe was very big. Some pills. You do some Coke. Watch this. Maybe finish with a little Cobra. Well, what? Well, well, you don't. Well, I mean, again, you didn't have the options like now. You didn't. Have, video wasn't even around in 1980, really. The first VHC, v, VCRs were like 82, 83. My father got one in 84. He still has it to this day. It has the LA Olympics logo from 1984 on it. it, it but he, he has a VCR. Because yeah. beta was still in competition. The battery's anyway. dead. So we're yeah. going to, I think we're going to ease into a break here. Sure. Um, we got some, we're going to, I'm going to play a, a short couple of, we got some Puerto Rican punk rock to ease into some cool. commercial breaks. Look here. at this. It's like this jungle theme. Look at this. It, it, it's basically like a Vegas show. Where you just change outfits like four or five times. You know, it's like, look at him just dancing. He's just getting into it because she's rocking out so hard. <laughs> with so, her jungle image. I hope we're all having a good time so far. We got a, we got a good amount of show left. We're having a good. Yeah fucking time um i've been going through them when i go home i've been finding music that from my childhood that wasn't on record labels and i stumbled upon some puerto rican punk rock here cool so we're gonna play a song or two and ease into some commercial breaks we'll be back in about 10 minutes this is los espectros with Good no name. me lamas jesus cristo keith pazel's podcast yeah we'll be back on I'm the other it. side Por 
We'll be back. Casting really brought out my color. Click, color, grays are gone. Low peroxide, no ammonia, so it's gentle. Soft, touchable. I colored my hair, and the thing that people comment on is the shine. Casting tone-on-tone -tone color from L'Oreal. Nobody will know, but everyone will notice. My daddy said you got to raise a little cane to make a great ham sandwich. And I'm raising this brown sugar cane for Hillshire Farm Deli Select Brown Sugar Baked Ham. That ham is slow baked in its natural juices. It's so good and so low in fat. Mmm, that sweet brown sugar. Hey, listen to the sugar man. Hillshire Farm. Taste the difference, huh? Available in thin and traditional sliced. Though we gotta say goodbye for the summer. For $14.99, KFC gives you your choice of chicken, plus large mashed potatoes, gravy, any other large side, biscuits, honey barbecue wings, and our new big and chocolatey Oreo brownies. You'd be crazy to cook, unless this is where you want to spend your summer. Yes, we gotta say goodbye for the summer. So come into our kitchen and get the new You'd Be Crazy to Cook Mega Meal. Hi, I'm Pamela Reed, and I'm here to remind you about my new show called The Home Court. I told you before to stop that. Don't you guys have real jobs? Anyway, it's the sophisticated comedy about this woman judge who's trying to juggle the demands of the family with a life on the court. Boys! You know, I have to say, I don't approve of all this. Usually. Hit it! The Home Court, Saturdays this fall on NBC. An over-the-counter remedy. It's a pill that may still be in your medicine cabinet. Now doctors say it destroys lives, even kills. What did the manufacturer know that you didn't? Dateline NBC 2. The Mazda Protégé is a smart choice from any angle. With crumple zones and dual airbags, it's a very safe choice. With spacious room for five, it's a very comfortable choice. And with 900 cash back plus air conditioning at no extra charge for savings of 2045, it's a very affordable choice. So what are you waiting for? What's the deal? The Mazda Summer Savings Deal. Get a protege with air and save 2045 now. Um, I use, yeah, for aches, pains, fever, that kind of thing. But headaches are another story. For headaches, I use Excedrin. Because Excedrin relieves headaches better than Tylenol. They did clinical research to prove it, but you know what? That's for doctors. 
So I did my own kind of research, tried it on my headache. That proved it. Excedrin, the headache medicine. After a hard day, there's nothing like a good bedtime story. Introducing Sealy's most advanced posturepedic ever for the back support you need. Now, the only foundation made from steel beams, not wood, is redesigned to be even stronger. Now, Sealy has a more sensitive sense and respond coil system. And its patented sensory arm senses and cushions your movement, then responds to your weight with increasing support. Correct support. No wonder we're America's bestseller. Posturepedic support, only from Sealy. When you're blowing your nose really hard, does your tissue fall apart? Just go right through them. I blow right through them. It doesn't hold. It tears. Give me one tissue, I'll destroy it. That's why there's Puff's Extra Strength. The softness and the strength. It's made to take the biggest sneezes, the hardest blows, because it's twice as strong when wet than the leading regular tissue. I want the ones that don't fall apart. After all those blows, they're tough. Funny nose, hand stays dry. Puff's Extra Strength. Strongest for your nose through all the blows. Best of both worlds, soft and strong. Smucker's Simply Fruit is 100% Smucker's quality fruit, as in completely, entirely, without exception, exclusively, simply fruit. 100% fruit, sweetened with fruit juice. And since 1897, Smucker's has been selecting only the very best. What more can we say? Okay, it's positively fat-free. With a name like Smucker's, it has to be good. Glade Lasting Mist Air Freshener has a concentrated mist that goes up, stays up, freshens for hours. Ordinary sprays just go up and fade in minutes. For hours of freshness. In refills too, fresh from Glade SG Johnson Wax. And now Pamela Reed, star of NBC's new show, The Home Court. I'm going on. She will be. It's Pamela Reed as Judge Sidney Solomon in a new comedy, The Home Court, Saturdays this fall on NBC. No one knew they were selling babies to the highest bidder until one victim stopped them. That was my baby. It really happened. Baby Brokers, NBC Sunday. NBC Movie of the Week will return following these messages. And now, Pamela Reed and the Dancing Itos on her new show, The Home Court. I know this is a little excessive, but there's a lot of new shows out there. Okay, boys, bring on the dancing elephants. Watch Pamela Reed in The Home Court Saturdays this fall on NBC. I'm Perry Pelt. And I'm Ken Taylor. Coming up Sunday, the latest weapon in the battle against domestic violence. Find out how you can be more secure. Then simple things you do around the house could protect you from a burglar. We'll tell you how. Plus the sounds of a rockin' violinist. Sunday, weekend today in New York. Your Ford dealers have five of the ten best sellers in America. So when they have a clearance, it's a pretty big deal. Now get low 5.9 financing on Ford Taurus, the number one selling car for the past three years. Choose from a huge selection. That's what I call big. Buy or lease. Get 2,000 cash back. But big cash back or low financing. Everything price to move. The factory authorized clearance. Think big. But do it now. Be your tri-state quality Ford dealer and see for yourself. Casey's knows all feet are different. 
Here's a walking shoe just for yours. The wraparound cushioning in Easy Spirit's new walking shoe conforms to your foot. So you feel like walking more. The more you walk, the better you feel. The better you feel, the more you walk. So take a walk to Macy's for the new Easy Spirit. Inside's your own personal walking shoe. Outside, there's a whole world. Monday on News for New York, live at 5. Babies having babies. Teens with tots who say they wanted to have children. But what do their parents think? What every family should know. Then at 6, getting the calcium your body needs. Beginning Monday on Live at 5. A 5-year-old shoots his little brother at 11. Daniel Steele's Secret continues. Starring Christopher Plummer and Stephanie Beecham. To demonstrate the uniqueness of a Beautyrest mattress by Simmons, we're dropping the ball. On the competition, that is. Almost every other mattress made relies on springs that are linked, so when the person next to you moves, you get disturbed. But only Simmons uses Beautyrest individually pocketed coils to help assure you an undisturbed night's sleep, no matter what's rolling around next to you. Beautyrest by Simmons, the Do Not Disturb mattress. This is safeguard season. This is a season for germs. But safeguard antibacterial soap eliminates more than 99% of germs you come in contact with. Safeguard against germs. Coming back from the break. This is still 80s music in the 90s commercial. <laughs> hope you had a good break. We smoked. I hope you smoked. He's in a back. Crow's getting his headphones on here. Kids in underwear. It was a little bit jarring. It was a time where that wasn't even in people's heads here. Well, welcome no, back to no, the show. No, 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 a lot of dark jokes. Let's make it official, everybody. is a long way from LA. Let me turn this down here. Welcome back to the show. This is Keith Paisel. We're watching TV. Yep. Goofing around here. Just yeah. hopefully you're laying your head down. We're easing you to sleep here. We are two <laughs> hours behind goal. most of the United that, States of America. That is true. That is true. Got people in England. It's six in the morning. Uh, look at those socks. Look how fat those socks yeah, are above absolutely. those trainers. Yeah, th that that's yeah socks is always one of the that and jeans i feel like are the big fashion delineating it was points. like would you admit i think it's accurate it was like clothing back then was like just uncomfortable just barely into the uncomfortable range like 90 degrees we'll give you socks that go up to your knees yeah yeah you don't you don't want them up to your knees roll them down so they bunch up like a like a like a bow tie on your ankles well, well i always you know i have such a resentment towards fashion i find it look at pete sampras doing a commercial uh, with mac and roe pizza hot i like that but but i just uh mac and roe got hammered on bill mars podcast oh he did yeah he's got a podcast where he gets people high and drunk in his basement and just talks to them <laughs> mac and roe talked about being at a rangers game with trump you gotta admit, just him getting elected is like one of the most unbelievable things in the history. You just for that, what, have you to gotta respect, respect him. him. Oh, God. Come on. 
That, that that is an asshole old school old school New Yorker street. Oh, that's you know a guy I mean? who screams at a ball boy at Wimbledon. Come on, man. Yeah, he. There's no doubt about it. He was a big old ass. He was raised in total privilege too. Macaron was a total he's a, spoiled he's a, kid. He's got a baboon's rump, yeah. as my grandpa would say. <laughs> he just rat asses, you mean? Yeah. You, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, he just, he's a total, he was like an Irish little fuck. <laughs> Good no, tennis player. I always anyway. imagine that's what yeah. when black people say, show monkey ass up. I always thought that's what that meant, of like, your angry ass. Oh, you're angry. Okay, you're rat ass. <laughs> that's my fucking, uh, you ever see fucking uh, Idiocracy? Oh yeah, where Terry Crews plays President Camacho. Yeah, yeah, and he's like the oh like a wrestling character. Yeah, yeah. And but when he calls the meeting of Congress, yeah, President Camacho, and everybody cheers him. He goes, "All right, show monkey ass. He's up." <laughs> and then they all quiet down. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I feel like that movie would have had total flashes of true greatness. Well, but it, it wasn't consistent enough. You know well, what I mean? I like that movie. I do. I mean, I think it was one of those things where you have to be really on drugs to get how it actually is like a good movie yeah because if you don't understand the deep-seated like you almost too had to watch it in a time when you looked around you were like man society's kind of becoming like this oh absolutely technology yeah it totally is how it is now oh oh, absolutely the tv shows they watch in it how it's essentially just youtube being on tv yeah yeah absolutely absolutely Uh, it's just so images being thrown i think it's one of those things it's a hindsight kind of movie and there are some people that are just like don't want to think about like their brains just don't work that way so yeah. they see idiocracy yeah. as just like a weird stupid movie yeah yeah whereas exactly. someone who does a lot of just thinking has maybe, that kind or- of, not even thinking but just has a weird kind of apocalyptic brain where you're just like no this is how the world's gonna be yeah. in 20 years yeah yeah it's a dystopian you know a vision you know yeah, yeah without a but doubt, a fun you know? one yeah but it's got some humor absolutely but 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 it is a uh Again, that, that's why it's so depressing to me to see the state of the world right now. Cause I solved the fissures back then. Yeah. And, and I try to do that. I try to do my part to a certain extent. But, as, uh, it's so, overwhelming. as we ease into that, cause we are going to crown the league champion here on yeah. TV league, but I do want to show you, we'll kill off a couple topics since you, you were talking about the world today. Yeah. I do want to talk about this mock jail cell that was going on. Uh, <laughs> In at the CPAC convention, which is like their, which is like the Republican San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Is this in DC? Um, I believe so. Uh, uh, Do they so, have it at the same place every year? Is this a traveling know. situation? No, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know where it's at. It's got to um, be in DC somewhere. Dallas, so, Texas. Oh, it's in Dallas. Yeah, that makes total sense. It's where the, it's where the, it's where the assassination happened. Ugh, it makes total sense. Texas has got such, ugh, yeah. But I do want to open up this article because they have video of it, I believe. They have they have all the tweets. So, they yeah, apparently at CPAC, they had this, like, weird exhibit where you put on silent disco headphones. And you know how, like, when you go through Alcatraz, they yes. play the tour on headphones? Yeah, exactly. So it was this actor sitting in a jail cell talking about how he's in jail for... The fucking, you know, the, I don't know what they call the, the Capitol riot. Like, what do they, what do they, you know how they call in the South, they call it the war of Northern aggression. Yeah. January 6th. What do they call it? The insurrection. The insurrection, they call it. Yeah. January 6th, the insurrection. They've tried doing that. They they want to change the language around that. That, That's how much they want to erase us. It's. So at the CPAC booth, you receive a silent disco headset that plays harrowing testimony from people arrested and participating in the Capitol ride on January 6th. Instead of dancing, you stand around and watch this guy cry. And then here is that guy. 
I mean, this is actually company footage, but like, I wonder if these people are actually taking pictures of it to laugh at it or if they're like, what a work of art. Like, this is their oh, war oh, oh, hall oh, 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 so literally, th this, this is, is an like exhibit. Performance. Yeah, it's a performance piece. At first, I thought the same thing. I thought you were allowed to wow. go in. I thought you were allowed to go into the cell and listen to it. Yeah. And this was a real guy being emotional, listening to like yeah, yeah. this testimony. But no, no <laughs> this is like talking about how they're going to throw citizens in jail for this, for taking over their house. So here it is. Then you got these again the e entitlement that what they're doing is right. You got these it's so th these blue marks right here are the headphones. You got little blue lights oh. peeking out, so they're listening. Got a nice <laughs> yeah. Look at all those shirts back there. So a lot of merch being sold. He's barefoot, you know, because you don't have shoes in jail. What an interpretation! He's wearing his MAGA hat in jail. Yeah, and he's wearing, is he wearing a Devo uniform? Well, because it, if you didn't do that, it would just look like a jail cell. So you have to put like MAGA hat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Capital January sixth on the chalkboard. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Literally, it's like they're, they're moronic, simpleton minds. Wow, this moved me. It was a deep piece of art. It was an expression of my rage. Yeah, it is. They literally are mythologizing this. It, it is their beer hall pooch moment. Oh, yeah. Which well, I always knew it was going to be. Beer hall pooch is like a solution to all their problems. That's how they, they pooch all their problems. You know, <laughs> they try and become they try and make themselves martyrs. But then on the other side, they complain that Jewish people have made up these atrocities so they can be martyrs. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, exactly. There's no. The and even like the like blind Mar spots. Marjorie Taylor Green, old girl, Marjorie Taylor Green talking about defund the FBI. At the same time, talking about how liberal cucks wanted to fund the police. Well, you wanted yeah, to fund yeah. the ultimate police. Well, also, Hoover was a trans. Well, again, and what's so disturbing about it is it's all done just to stir the fucking pot. Just keep stirring the fucking pot. Keep it simmering. Keep stirring it. There's nothing decent in it whatsoever. Oh, you say that. You say, I, oh, I'm crooked. No, you are. You, you're crooked. You are. And it is a basic grade school tactic of the bully. You know, it's what they always do. So when it boils down to it, it's grotesque. So ignorant. So ignorant. But Okay, wait, he actually <laughs> performs. <laughs> do you think he's getting now hey I wanna think about this guy for a minute because hey. do you think he's a Republican or is this just like this is the sh the breaks of being an actor? Like this good, is good just point. a gig. Uh it's probably a little bit of both, but like, I bet she justifies this being like, you know something? I'm not a liberal, but I'm not a Republican, but I just learned how to cry on command and I, I need to exercise it. <laughs> I just took <laughs> Lars von Ostenheim's class in the valley. Yeah, I think that he or else or does he look at it as like, no. This is a pro profound piece. Looks like it's Brian about an important Redman. topic. It's about an important topic, Keith. It's about the insurrection. And you know, I so don't think Corey, we're going to make people think about it. I don't we? think Corey Haim is dead. I think he's in this jail cell. That's Corey Haim. Uh, he's punching the clock. You know, I want to hear what he says. I bet you it's fucking incredible. He's getting into it. I don't think is he going to say something. He's inhabiting the character. God, it's just. It's, I think you're you listening. I think you're really listening to him go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is this? The Blair Witch Project? <laughs> is, is he going to just burst into flames? Now? Look at just these shirts. Look at the commerce God, happening back here. Just fuck. Just complete. I mean, it's just. 
again, what they've all turned it cash into, too, like America. Oh, it's gross. none of this square government debit cards. <laughs> yeah, you got to cut your debit card in half, but like a restaurant in the nineties before you come into the CPAC. God, it's so grotesque. There's probably another exhibit where you're putting babies back into the womb. Oh yeah, oh, oh. The, you've got. Think of the right wing gloating that was going on at this. Oh, think you of the think gloating that was going on. That's the next republic. We don't want to ban abortion. We want to create inbortion. Where we <laughs> take, take some- we, we fucking, we, we, uh, we Herbert West fucking a bunch of dead babies. Oh, God. Uh, they think it's And murder. then we put them inside the fetuses, the, the wombs oh, of women. Pretty terrible. Uh, it is how it's going to play out over the next several years, too, is going to be just grotesque. Oh, that, I am just so pessimistic. All right, let's see. I got to wait for these next Here's two elections. Here's another picture. Here's a big. See what happens. See how they try to steal it or what they do to steal it. Because they're going to, they're definitely going to go after it. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it, you know, and, and you know, whatever. And they have the dimension of the terror state in them. They, Care. They, 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 they have it in them that that authoritarian thing can get pretty horrific. And they have it in them to do awful things. They already are doing awful things, but they will try to make it worse, I think exacerbated make it worse more death a million people have died none of those i don't i never exacerbated i just make love to my wife (laughs) what are you talking about christians don't don't exacerbate what do you mean i went to my i actually have a cousin i have a cousin who uh got sent was taken away was taken away from his uh she she lost her two sons my cousin lost her two sons because he was a crystal meth addict and they went to these this born again christian side of her family as like five and six year old boys. Well, one of the boys is gay, you know, and they sent him to a re-education camp when he was like 13 because he had homosexual thoughts and he had to just lie and say, Oh yeah, I've been, I've been cured. And then when he graduated from high school, he just met his boyfriend and then he lives with him. You know what I mean? Like what a, he just had to do that. Like what an awful experience to have to do that. What a coincidence. To to live through that, you know? What a coincidence that season 19 rerun of NCIS is on. <laughs> Because we're talking about TV League now. Yeah. And we're looking at our... Whose car are they in... Are they looking at That's Anne Anne Hache's car, car right there. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it's pretty crazy, right. man. She, she fucking it. kicked the bucket, man. She fucking got shot through the bucket. She fucking <laughs> went through the bucket in a blaze of glory. Did you see that picture Too bad of her? the bucket didn't have water in it. When she was flailing out of the... When she was taken... She was flailing out of the emergency room, like bed, whatever they had, that they the, 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 the stretcher they had. Yeah. It was like, oh my... It's... Uh, she was a deeply disturbed woman, I believe. She was a very disturbed woman. And if you hear about her past, what you, at least how it was portrayed, didn't she have an incident where she was in the valley somewhere, the San Joaquin Valley, and she, I think her car broke down. I think she had a psychotic incident that she was oh, walking yeah. around without her shirt on, just in her I bra. I mean, that's an actor. And went into someone's house. That's an actor right of passage. You know, and she, and she went into someone's house and they were watching seven days one of my and childhood, six nights, whatever it was. One of my childhood friends did that when we were visiting Indiana University in Bloomington. And I was like, what are you, Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. Who the fuck does that? <laughs> Who gets that drunk? Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, and, and she, she was, wasn't on drugs. You need to be mentally unhinged and drugs. Yeah, exactly. You need to be the father or child of a f- Hollywood director. Well, well that's Barry more shit. Well, yeah. Well, what happened? To, I guess, again, what, what happened to her when she was younger? And I could be wrong. I think she was repeatedly sexually abused by her father. And, and who, like who three of her siblings died. J- uh, James Bailey mentioned it in the chat. Uh, three of her siblings died, I think. Oh, and I, and th- I could be wrong about this, too. I don't know. But I guess her father, I think, died of AIDS. 
I think he actually came out late in life. And so he was wrestling with some real yeah. demons. He came out when you know? in utero did. You well, know what well, I'm saying well, right he, there? He had, I think he had four kids. That's you know, the way so it is with kids today. Burn sure in a car. He was struggling with it. You know what I mean? Um, but we got, uh, this is the, this was the last week was the final week of the TV league. I'm taking two weeks off. So the official bracket, because I've researched when shows start and when they end. Yeah. The TV league is going to go from this year, August 31st, but normally September 30, September 1st. And it is going to end July 31st. We're taking August off of watching. That's going to be the off season is the month of August. Okay. Makes Um, sense. But so the season is en- is ending. It really was a top two horse race. NCIS repeats as show champion and Paramount wow. uh, repeats as producer champion. Uh, How many Paramount shows were in like the just off the top right here? Paramount yeah. one and two was Paramount Yellowstone and NCIS wow. Criminal Minds. Is- so let's just wow. go top 20. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight out of the top 20 are Paramount shows. Yeah. Disney's high up there. Netflix. Netflix just ranked high with their shows scored a lot of points, but yeah. they don't have as many shows. Yeah. What was the highest Netflix show you think? What, what, what was uh, it? I can tell you. It yeah. was, uh, uh, no, that Disney Plus. I fucked that up. Coco Melon was Disney. Uh, let's see. It's Stranger Things. 31,000 yeah, yeah. points. Yeah. Yeah, Stranger Things is a big show for for Netflix. You know, and it wasn't look it was looking like a Squid Game kind of year. Yeah. Yep. And then Stranger Things came out and this fucking Kate Bush song. Yeah, it's it's been making the rounds. The, I think it's still on the list. It Stranger Things was number 1 in streaming this this week for last month's numbers. Yeah. Then you even look at the Flix Patrol popularity. Like I'll go to the It's amazing how that song has made a comeback. Just to show you this is the one week where I'll show you how the sausage was made. I'll show you the final week's Flix Patrol rankings. And I'll show you how, like, where Stranger Things is still at. Absolutely. God, I'm thinking about uh, that. Like, and then we can go over the next year. They already have all the shows for next season. Cool. So we'll get into cool. that. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, the, that Kate Bush song. I'm old enough to remember when Did it Did you like def- her? Oh, she that was song like, was a I hit. I feel like she was the REM chick. It's like, she was like, she if was you like, liked REM, you liked Kate Bush. Yeah. The, My the, mom liked Kate Bush. Yeah, yeah. It, there was a certain, like, like a Susie and the Banshees. I feel like there was sort of Kate a relationship Bush, there. Katie Lang. No, not Katie. Katie Lang was 90s. Kate Bush was a mid-late 80s. Um, and, and that song was big. I mean, that, that was a big song. Make a deal with God. Be running down the... <laughs> but I was old. I was 17. That's when I first started to kind of get into music. And I remember hearing that song and kind of liking it. it so decent. right now, the hot show popularity-wise is The Sandman. That's the number one show on Netflix. But even look, oh, Stranger oh. Things is number three. Wow. Virgin River number two. Got Vir- beat out by fucking... Virgin River. My connection with Virgin River. But if you go down to the bottom, this is where Yellowstone <laughs> made its fucking money. Down here. This is where Yellowstone got to the top by being on this voodoo. Yeah. Uh, the Office and Game of Thrones because the Game of Thrones prequel's coming out. So Game of Thrones is really cooking in the yeah. popularity. People are rewatching yeah. that. God. Um, when did that show end? But like see, five years ago now. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, there's some Game Something of Thrones like that, junkies. Yeah. I'm sure who, they they want to hear about it. You know, they're, so they're Yellowstone, I think, got about almost two thousand points. Yeah. So this is nine. This is a hot nine fifty right here for yeah. coming in second place on the Google Play. So that means people were buying episodes of Yellowstone on Google Play this week. Yeah, uh, but Better Call Saul got the one thousand, um, and then Yellowstone was also on iTunes. Yellowstone makes its money. As far as viewing on the iTunes and Google Play. So Yellowstone people are watching on their phone. 
Interesting. Uh, which means either two things. Because it's an old person show. The demographic yeah. is in the 50s. My aunts and uncles love Yellowstone. Absolutely. So either what's happening is is people my age are having to purchase Yellowstone on iPads for their aunts and uncles and dads so they can watch it. Yeah. Or uh, vice versa. Yeah. Like old people are f- like, I can't watch Yellowstone. And then their nephew has to walk them through <laughs> purchasing it on the Google Play store. <laughs> what channels Google Play? <laughs> Sounds like me. So it's the old man, but we also need to talk about the old man here for a second. The old man debuted two months ago, the Jeff Bridges show oh, yeah. with John Lithgow. Yeah. Where the tone, the essentially the, every time I watch a preview, the tone of the show is essentially like Jeff Bridges just being like, I'm an old man. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Uh, but it scored 32,000 points and climbed well, its Lithgow, way into dude, the top 10. Lithgow is a totally good actor. Of the show championship. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That gives hope to all the shows. Yeah. Of like. You can make a splash. And because people, it had a perfect mix of like on a popular network, Hulu, Netflix, HBO, Voodoo. <laughs> United <laughs> Fruit, 3M. It was on a popular Cheryl network. Lee. It yeah. popped. It was on Hulu, so it popped. <laughs> And then it was also on FX, so people watch it on regular TV, so you got the olds watching it on actual terrestrial television. Yeah. Um, And then it's got fucking Lithgow and Jeff Bridges, so your Lebowski fans are watching it, ironically, to see if he says abide on it at any point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then you got the people like me who are laughing at it of oh i'm old who are just yeah. watching it kind of ironically yeah it just hits all of those things it's a good show actually yeah, yeah. that like it looks like they're getting their fucking increase in viewership every yeah. week it stays up yep. there in popularity it hasn't really hit the nielsen's yet yeah because it's i think it's less than a month this old. is the old man we're talking about correct this the is the old man, man. you want to watch the trailer yeah absolutely i i absolutely want to check. well I, I respect both those actors I mean, Lithgow is a genuine, he's a de- genuine, like, I'm kind of doing theatrical a, talent. I'm he's kind of doing actor. a Rogan here because we watched the trailer last week, but this is all why new not? to you. Yeah, why not? We also watched some Moonraker last week, which, thank you for indulging me. <laughs> Moonraker! <laughs> Without a request. So bad. Oh, okay. Um, are you experiencing any symptoms? No, I've not been experiencing no. any symptoms. I've been feeling a little anxious, agitated. I've been feeling like my dick's big. So, so is he? Uh, is he basically dealing with basically getting Alzheimer's? I think yeah, they're trying to wean him off the force here. It looks like he's a retired FBI agent who is like can't take his garbage out now. Okay, so. okay. I'm yep. an old man. <laughs> I'm still trying to make it in this world, but you know, I got my, I got my wisdom in me. Like, like trying to express his wisdom. I'm sure it's a part of it all too. Like he, he's got a certain wisdom that gets him through situations. Like, yeah. Right. He can't totally be an idiot. You know what I mean? But he's losing it somewhat, but he still has it in him. You know, it's my last hurrah. Oh, look, that looks like a camera. Yeah. It's a major that's behind camera. the scenes shit. Dude, yeah. Absolutely. Look at that. That looks like something that's in the movie. I robot. Yeah, that is going to come to life and yeah. murder Jeffrey or murder fucking Lithgow's the Weinstein the, brothers. I, I think that's Lith. Yeah, that's that, that's definitely a weapon of war. You see that? I could see that being thrown into a MAGA. You see that, Harvey? Lit- that's your reckoning right there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. These look fine. There's nothing out of the ordinary. Nope. Uh oh. Why would you want there to be? Why would you? You think know, that? I'm just an ordinary old man. My old man sensibilities tell me you're up to something. I never trusted you. I could see that look back in '82 when I was taking down the Posse Comentatus. 
You know who they were? They were a right-wing group back really? in the early 80s. In, in he sounds Wisconsin. like old girl at the beginning of Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> Posse Comentatas? Scissorhands. No, fucking... <laughs> oh, oh, Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I, I think it looks... Uh-oh. I love first look. This season's almost over already. Jesus. When I read Thomas Perry's book, The Old Man, I was quite excited because there were so many... Because, you know, I'm old, so I read a lot. Now, you know, <laughs> exactly. Thank I used you. to read a ton. Thank you, Lair. I like twists and turns. I'm watching about a half a dozen contract operators. Their op is not to kill you. It's to retrieve you and put you on that plane. I love that Lithgow's in this because yeah. I bet you the rights love like this is the type of show, too. That's why it gets big, because this is a cross the political aisle type of show. Yeah. You got the Lebowski people my age who love Jeff Bridges just because yeah. he's Jeff Bridges. And then you got like warmongers who are just like, he's going to fucking kill people <laughs> Lithgow plays a good bad guy but I would love for them good, to watch guy. I would love for them to watch the world according to Garp <laughs> when Lithgow plays, plays a, a trans, trans a transgender football player Morning, man. this story comes back to life and I'm going to have to answer for some things that were dead and buried in the ground yesterday right now I'm willing to aid and abet your escape to prevent that you're about to drive this to a place you're not gonna like when i first read the script it was the kind of story that i love to watch i think Help. he's got to find his niece or something like that it's got a good tense me this, me this is tense music you know this and you will have made a choice about who you want to be it's the first time that i've done a project that's open-ended we don't really know where the story is going at this point I you write it on the set man not <laughs> in a war that Look at my. That's his fucking. Look at that. This body. looks pretty good, man. Really know where I mean, the story is going at this point. I thought in a we just rip a J and improv, you know. <laughs> and then I hung out with Glenn Fry, the late Glenn Fry. We we yeah. did some coke. It was eighty two after their two, last tour. Call yeah. him a ham hog. I call it a ham hog. Look at that. Oh, I, I bet you Bridges has got some good Clint story. Eastwood body right yeah. there. Hey, he's in good shape for an old guy. A little bit there. His you know? torso is a ghost. <laughs> a war that my country supported on the wrong side of a border. It will not be easy. There's nothing he won't do to ensure his own survival. The series The Old Man is about the limits of violence and domination. I love when someone will answer a question in an interview like that when yeah. they clearly ask her, what's this show about? Yeah, yeah. And they'll go, this is a tale about courage in the face of adversity. And you're like, no, what the fuck is the show about? I just want you to yeah, tell me the, the emotional plot of the journey show. of it. Yeah. I don't exactly. care about how you got it. This is truly, well, this is actually a show about the financial institutions at the end of the day. Okay. No, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's like, I don't want to hear your ethereal actor shit. Tell me the plot. Yeah, they can go off sometimes as a way of solving problems. I may not be the partner that you wanted. But maybe I'm the is that Jennifer that Love Hewitt? The story. Amy Brenneman. It's about father. Holy shit, she's in this? Yeah. Wow. I love how you know. Isn't she touched by an angel or something no, like that? No, she, she was Judge Amy, The closer, yeah, she, Judging Amy. Judging Amy. I mean, she was in the 90s. She, I mean, she was a TV actress back then. About you know, she a was, man who 30 years ago was a CIA operative. Look at that. That's when you know nobody wanted this show. The story is about a man who... Look at all those titles. 30 years ago. Look at that. Co-creator, showrunner, executive producer, writer. This so he's is gonna just be doing you. it all. He's doing it all. Yeah. Or this is the kind of guy where like, look at that. How look at that collar. Yeah. He's in. This is a guy that is a control freak here. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. collar doesn't leave yeah. the lining of this sweater, yeah. and I write, showrun, co-produce, and direct. You can get me water. <laughs> I'll have a female water girl. Yeah. It's you know we'll. I tell you what. Well, I, I'm in a good headspace. My pen is a person of color. Yeah. <laughs> 
years ago was a CIA operative in the midst of the Cold War and retired. And look at that. Look at that mask. Yeah. Very late. Just letting you know they didn't break protocol. Look at him bouncing. Bridges is forced to confront some things that maybe weren't so. I don't know. I don't believe in it. I just, you know, my my vocal cords are already sandpaper. <laughs> I've ripped so many bong hits. I am lobster man. I don't know if he's ever heard you rant. He says the Jeff Bridges King Kong is awful. It is to me. I'm not saying it's Star Wars. That's when I was a young man. I was seven years old. To my seven year old sensibility, I blown adored that. Your jaws four. I I I adored that movie. I, I I did like twin tower color pictures when I was in the second grade. You know what I mean? Like I was obsessed with the imagery. I was in the I was in the first or second grade. When I watched that, and I loved that movie. And it is preposterous. I love watching it now. I love watching it now. I love watching movies I watched back in that era because of my perceptions of what it was then versus now in a more mature mindset. Uncle, he's it's facing great. his It's great. Go ahead. Yeah. He's had to protect himself from it ever coming out and what we did together 30 years ago and what we have had to pretend never I love happened. looking at the behind-the-scenes stuff because I love that there's a guy who's just like, yeah, I'm working on this show. I have to paint the sweat on Jeff Bridges. I know. <laughs> yeah, this is your gig. It's, it's why I, I get paid relatively well. Oh, yeah. You know, not great, but decent. Enough to live in the city for a couple more months. <laughs> to string it along until something finally hits, you know? So, yeah. So, the old man is a fucking, is just a truck. Yeah, I, I think it looks pretty. I mean, I tell you what, I'm hooked. And that's on what network again? That was on... Uh, that's an FX show. Wow. So Disney. So that's a Disney property. Okay. 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 Um, so yeah. So we'll we'll just blow through the top 20. Then we'll get into TV history here because it is a nice, yeah. thick yeah. TV history. Yeah, that's We're going to close yeah, yeah, it out exactly. strong. Yeah. So yeah, NCIS is your champion. Yellowstone number two. And then we got a 20,000 point drop to Better Call Saul number three. Grey's Anatomy four. Grey's Anatomy was four. I thought Grey's Anatomy was going to win. It just, once it went off the air, it stopped kind of like, I think the new episodes are what remind people of it. Yeah. So I think you need that like this week on Grey's Anatomy, like, oh yeah, I'm still, I'm still on season 12. Yeah. (laughs) I need to watch it. They're on season 17 now. Criminal Minds five, Coco Melon six, bringing it up for the kids. Uh, Blue Bloods. God damn it. Number seven. Uh, then you got the old man eight, Stranger Things nine, Simpsons ten, Ozark Simpsons eleven, and, and a tenth. It's I remember top early 10, on top I remember, ten, dude. I remember early on thinking, could I thought this in my brain? The popularity. So I, I do pay attention. I thought this in my. I thought, is this the last year? When Simpsons? I added the popularity scores, it brought it yeah, back, back yeah. up. Yeah, I was like, wow. And then finishing out your top twenty, you got Ozark, Survivor, The Office, Chicago Fire, Young Sheldon, Bluey, which is a child's show. Uh, FBI, Seinfeld, Big Brother, and Law and Order SVU. Wow, uh, th- th- those are those are juggernaut shows. Those are those are they figured it out. They did something right. They they knew what worked on television. That Seinfeld is that popular, and it, it, it's amazing. God, it, how much more? How much more money can that guy make? Yeah, he and Larry David are billionaires. You know what I mean? Off of a television show. So, you know? do you want to go go a little bit of everything in order here? Go through the week of August seventh through thirteenth, nineteen ninety five. So we'll start in uh, the seventh here. Okay. Um, we got. Uh, let me try it like this. I'm gonna. Do uh, this. I think it was the same. It was the same order date. So this is Sunday. This is Sunday the seventh. Yeah. It was like yep. a day behind. It's oh, like oh. The seventh was a was a Monday. The, our Monday was a Tuesday, so I just went back a day. Okay, that's cool. Um, but I'm doing I it like it mirrored this. Our week. 
I it sometimes it depends on the leap yeah, year and okay. all that it's weird okay. bullshit. It's okay. But I did it like this to do it like this because I want to be able to read stuff about the year while we also watch Letterman. Yeah. Yeah. Letter man. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so this good show so far though. Oh, thanks I, I, for I, thanks for listening and watching, guys. Twitch.tv slash this is Keith Pazel. So here we do. We have this this week in TV history, which yep, nineteen ninety five. And here's the thing too. Well, after we're done with this year, uh, when the when like the after the Emmys, when we start the new season of the show, um, we have the option to continue on into nineteen ninety five through ninety six. Yeah, or pick a different year. Okay, because the re- I or maybe in January we pick a different year. Sure, hey man, because you know, it we'll, would be weird if we change years and then it's October ninety four and then it's three months we're into the next year already. Yeah, yeah, we'll make it. I th- I like what we're doing right now. Yeah, I like it. Mirror, maybe we go uh, August fourteenth, uh, the twenty first of ninety six. So this is an episode you know? of the Late Show with David Letterman. That looks from- pretty fucking modern. Yeah. To me, doesn't this it? is when the 90s kicked in. Here. Yeah, yeah, it became a much more This is 1995. Look, it's Was the balance but was the the budget balanced in 95? Oh, uh no, no, 97 was the first year. 97, 98, 99 and 2000. The federal budget was balanced and that freaked out certain conservative policymakers in this country because they realized that the government actually can work, it can function. It doesn't have to be run like a fucking like the way it's just been shredded. So this was a Christmas in August. The, the Hallmark Channel stole a bit from fucking Letterman. Wow. <laughs> then, are you the guy on Fraser? The guy on Fraser. David Hyde Pierce, plus Patricia Arquette. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, we got this. But here's some shit that went down in 1995. Uh, Waterworld again oh. in the theaters. What that that was truly the end of Costner's like be a Costner was not trying to get like a Paul Newman level or something. I mean, he was truly a huge leading man. And he his ego got the best of him on that one. He uh (laughs) he bit off more than he could chew on that. Did you see Hale Bop? I always forgot Hale Bop was around this time. Oh, absolutely. I I, I was out in the desert with my brother. We were out in I was in a play in I think fourth or fifth grade. And we uh, there was a telescope set up outside of our school to look at Hale Bop. I mean, it was present in the sky for like the whole time. I, it was present for like over a month. Yeah. That was the sign that the Heaven's Gate cult had that we've talked about to commit suicide. Because they thought there was a spaceship in the tail of that comet that they were going to kill themselves and their spirits were going to go into that spaceship and they were going to be taken across the universe. It's like, wow. Tom Selleck was on the cover of the TV guide at this time. Tom Selleck talks tough. <clears throat> wow. I mean, th- that's crazy. That the Heaven's Gate cult. The, yeah, maybe it happened during this time. Listen to this cover. Oh, I'm going to read you the cover of the TV guide for 95, August yeah. 5th, 95. 99 cents for the TV guide, by the way. That was a Fuck. thick book, too. Yeah. Tom Selleck talks tough. He's back, and he's battling. Pushy fans, vicious rumors, even Barbara Streisand. <laughs> so I imagine they had a tumultuous hookup. Yeah, maybe they did, and she's a Democrat, and he's a conservative. And- I was interested in doing this because you can find a lot about the current time through the Late Show monologue. Oh, yeah. Oh, without So I want to listen to these jokes. Week, Newt Gingrich was on the floor of the Senate today. Yeah. Daily Lives. Last, a week ago today, uh, CBS was purchased by Westinghouse for $5 billion. So now... What's a corporate merger, you know? ...that CBS has until September 15th to get out of the deal if a better offer comes along. So I'm thinking to myself, great. I can spend the next six weeks of my life kissing up to the wrong people. <laughs> the hell is that? I will there say for shit like topics like this, yeah. 
it really was kind of a like it's a good joke. Yeah. But it is kind of why corporate mergers are possible because we were kind of, it was kind of just like, ah, who gives a fuck? Oh, oh like I West mean, they, CBS purchased Westinghouse. Who gives a shit? They deregulated that stuff. That that is a legacy of Reagan. That is a legacy of Reagan. Look at that. Yeah. No one no one brought out the camera guy better than Letterman. Oh yeah. He still fit there, man. Jesus. <laughs> you know. I always love that about Letterman. He, he always really deep in a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I love, I mean, Letterman was the Conan of my era. You know what I mean? Like, 7th, it's hard to believe, isn't it? Has the summer just blown right by? I mean, it's amazing. They're already starting to have their back to school sales at Manhattan gun stores. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Mass shooting joke. There you go. They had mass shootings back then. Would be Tate now. Dave would pontificate. Dave's got his long goat beard now. He would be very apprehensive. Night with Anna Nicole Smith. I'm very excited. This pill, oh, Anna Nicole Smith. This fat pill hog. Look at Schaefer. Anna Nicole Smith. Maybe you don't know about this. Anna Nicole Smith, former uh, playmate, the playboy, playmate, playboy, model, playboy bunny. Just some horror, you know, Paul, these whores. J. Marshall Herbert, or maybe J. Herbert Marshall. <laughs> Or maybe his name is J. Howard Marshall. There, that's it. That's the guy she married. <laughs> Billionaire oil tycoon J. Howard, Howard Marshall. That's right. Well, get the uh, joke he, back. I don't need your goddamn help, Paul. What if he just fucking gave Paul the business? Uh, cause of death: exploratory drilling. Whoa. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Anna Nicole joke. was the big oh. punching bag of the time. I remember my <laughs> yeah, dad absolutely. making Anna. Like if my sister did something, Anna she was Nicole a dumb moved. blonde. She was a dumb blonde. Or just you know? like it was the. T- I think the idea was like, well, look how she's fucked up her life. It's fair game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's a. Ooh, Come God. on. She wants the money. <laughs> what if she does love old Dick? I always thought about that. What if she was like just all about like. I love 95-year-old pruny ball. <laughs> I don't think that'd be the case. I think that guy had a no, lot of money. And, money. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? You know something? Honestly, at the end of the day, at the I would have been offended by that. I am kind of offended by that. Fuck it. You know, that that that's what our society is. Okay. It's all just how can you maximize money? How can you get as much money as, as possible? That makes you more intelligent than other people. It makes you more powerful than other people. Every it is the uh it's just disgusting. Oh, it's still ramrodded down our throats. Car ramrod. Even more so. I can't stand it. You know, ugh, come on. Everyone, it's not going to be funny. Uh, yeah, let's hear what else uh, Let him have to say. In uh, Los Angeles, California, uh, O.J. Simpson, the defense attorney, F. Lee Bailey, threw a party oh. for the entire O.J. Simpson defense team at a restaurant that he and some other attorneys have opened up in Santa Monica. Uh, I believe it's uh, Shyster Cafe. That's the name. Oh, what a, that's a bad joke. <laughs> that is a bad joke. I was going to say, like, something about murder. Yeah, it's called yeah, Killers yeah. or something like that. You, you can tell the concept was in there. But they didn't have enough teeth. Didn't have enough teeth. You know, he wanted to make a bigger statement. Well, let's see. In its second week, uh, the two hundred million dollar Waterworld production. Two hundred million dollars was the budget on Waterworld. As Water we mentioned, Waterworld. In its second week, it's now made only thirty million dollars at the box office. Wow! It cost him two hundred million dollars to make that film, and so far, it's only generated thirty million dollars income. And I'm thinking to myself, sounds like it could be time for Kevin Costner to get caught with a hooker. Uh, uh, getting caught with a hooker was a big thing jude law well that was later jude law no, right it, it was uh it was hugh grant yeah hugh grant that, that that was a big one with yeah with uh divine brown and stuff Fucking yeah that was a big one and then, and then, eddie murphy i was living out here 
Eddie Murphy got caught with a trans prostitute. Love actually is found on the street at 2 a.m. <laughs> in Dorchester. Yeah. That, that, and that was the big thing where uh, Leno got Hugh Grant and Letterman didn't. Look and at that, that And mom. that made the difference. That made the difference where Leno became the number Look one Look at that mom with the Patriot like shirt. Or elf. <laughs> He's willing to be goofy. You know, I'm freewheeling because I'm having affairs with all my interns, so I'll wear this hat. He still has some youth oh, in him there. Just for a second there, I thought we were... This is the Letterman in my head. He'll yeah. always look like this. Yeah, yeah. I remember him even being a little bit skinnier. This is my Dave. Yeah. To me, it's late 80s. We would throw things off of five-story buildings and stuff, like you know, a package filled with bowling balls and a jello and marbles and a surgical glove, like goofy shit. I loved it. Yeah. It was. It, it very... Again, stupid human tricks was a very funny thing to me. I really liked it a lot. That and, the, of course, the top ten list was sort of everything. You know, that was the staple, you know. Look at this, man. He, he, I mean, he Do you was, want to see the top ten in this? There is a top ten. Yeah, yeah, let's see it. Oh, it's going to be so dated. It's got to be, I don't know, maybe with that bad OJ joke, I don't know if they're going to they're go to a top ten OJ list, but there's got to be some sort of very dated thing going on. You know, you're in an off-year election. Oh, no, yeah. You know, you're an off your election wise. Let's go to the end here. It is at the end. You know, yeah, I'll see what this top 10 list said. This day in history. Um, history. Let's see. Maybe it's Yeah, it is. Yep, you're good job. This is what happens when you prep. You remember where stuff is. It, he used to always. Uh, I always thought the microphone on the desk worked. Yeah. <laughs> That is such a 80s radio microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some Jay Thomas fucking drive time LA radio yeah, shit. Yeah, it's probably even older than we that. We got Power Puss Patty here <laughs> as my co-host. That was always the 90s thing. You always had a very linebacker-esque female co-host. We got Chris with the K. Kind of, kind of a tougher broad. Yeah, or yeah. it was like not even a tough broad, but like Power Mouth Patty. She's frail, but she'll give you a mouthful. Yeah, and like, okay. Yeah. Hi, I got laid yesterday. Patty, tell us, tell us, did you get a little last night, Patty? <laughs> She's shy, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, exactly. Oh, God. Do we ever a Man Cow fan? Oh, dude. Cow was my guy <laughs> in the uh, 90s. So but bad. Man Cow was different in the 90s. Yeah. He was essentially a stern ripoff. He oh, wasn't absolutely. like, it yeah. wasn't right wing. It was all misogyny. Like, yeah. we're going to bring a girl. It was right wing. We're going to yeah. bring a, but to me in the 90s, that wasn't right wing. Yeah. The right wing stole misogyny. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. That was that was just a given American thing. Don't hate women. Just I know I'm joking. One, no, I, I know you're joking. I know you're joking. But I'm saying this is for our listeners. Please, if, we, if I have one the message, left, the left misogynized just as hard in my day. In their own, in their own. Yeah, well, yeah. well it's because it was. A, but Mankow was essentially the political just, paradigm didn't matter. It's a different. And it was all degrading across the board. Turd, oh. Turd was the co-host who was just famous for being a fat tub of shit. His name was Turd, God. and he was actually the funny guy. He would carry the show. Monty was on that show for about two or three months and got fired on air. Oh, I saw when I was on Mancow, I, I saw he was testing out interns and I watched two big breasted women walk out of the studio quite traumatized. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Top 10, August 7th, 1995. Was, uh, sloppiness in the LAPD crime lab. Uh, they've been charged now with uh, sloppy procedures, uh, sloppy conditions, yep. and uh, imprecise uh, laboratory work out there solving crime in Los Angeles. Top 10, Top 10 signs of sloppiness yep. now yep. I in knew the it was LAPD OJ. crime lab. Here we go, number 10. Uh, test tubes not washed between vodka shops. Number 9, <laughs> finding that state all fingerprints pretty much the same. Number 8, when they run out of salt, they sprinkle DNA on lunch. Number 7, 
Reports copied word for word. Number one, he did it. Number six. Claim test results showed it was impossible for a man to have first name Dick and last name Assman. <laughs> Is that a real name? I think it's someone like in, in the trial. I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, you got a six-month trial, you're going to find someone named Dick Assman. Yeah. Is that Brian Cranston as his producer? That, that, that got a pretty big laugh, actually. I'm the producer who knocks. Oh, I don't know. I don't think we want that. No. So instead, we did a little uh, new magazine, and now, look, man, uh, go through the roof there. Huh? <laughs> He's pissed off. <laughs> uh, number five, technician borrowed bloody gloves to do some weed pulling in backyard. Number four, uh, blood sample too small, add some water and red food coloring. Number three, somebody keeps using test tubes as a way to save a walk to the bathroom. Number two, no more OJ blood, just cut yourself. And the number one sign of sloppiness in the LAPD crime lab, lab director Rosa Lopez. Rosa, I don't, even, I don't know who that was. I don't know that reference. See, that's like a deep, that's a, yeah. a very, that's also a result of like them just obsessing this trial on people. Oh, yeah. Like it was on all the time. So you yeah. knew the deep cuts of the yeah. trial. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So that's August 7th. Now what wow. we can do is we can do. But they were wearing Christmas hats. Well, am I wrong? I mean, they're, 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 do you was... want to go to the Glenn Campbell part? Glenn Campbell was on. So I think that was, I think Glenn Campbell was the guest. So they did Christmas in August as like a theme. Oh, because Glenn Campbell exclusively is like, oh, I think of chestnuts roasting over an open fire when I think, of, even though that's not his song, no, but that's not. Glenn Campbell to me. Glenn Campbell's right. So maybe cowboy. they were like, we're going to have Glenn Campbell on. Let's do a weird, like fucking Lawrence Welch type of interesting. thing. But no, no, yeah, no, this is, hey, it was, it was good to watch. What else? Um, what else we got? Well, we could do. I got an entertainment tonight from August 9th. Let's pop that on. Um, but I also have the Garcia coverage. Do you want to watch? Because uh, well, they probably. Oh, Jerry Garcia's. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because Jerry Garcia died this week, I think. So in, in '95, 27 years ago. Yeah, hang on, let's go. 27 on. fucking years ago. You know, that's the 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 length of Jerry Garcia being dead yeah. is in the is at the Kurt Cobain age. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Cobain obviously died two a year and a half before that. You're totally right. He's 27 years old. So here's what we could do. Yeah, here's the August. 9th. You know, famous musician, Grateful Dead musician. See, I, I have no Colin. idea. Colin. Yeah, who? <laughs> Jerry Garcia. It's old Colin. Ben and Jerry. Uh, I'm. A, I'm. Remember Jim Carrey being a fucking star. Oh, like in this nine era. movies in '94. I think all three movies came out: Dumb and Dumber, Mask, and Dumb and, and uh. He was a fucking star. From '94 to about '98. What? To 2000. Heather Locklear, look out. Here comes the new Melrose Place man, Antonio Sabata Melrose Jr. Place. Antonio watched, Sabata Jr. I, I, I watch Melrose Place. He's sexy, he's sizzling, it's and fucking he's stirring up trouble. <laughs> Anna Nicole, how her husband's death has TV producers scrambling. What are you, crazy? Plus, Liz Hurley's shocking role as a heroin addict. And new details behind the mysterious death of a rock superstar. Mysterious? mysterious yeah. Is it because he died in rehab? They were like, oh, he gets... Yeah, now, did he yeah. die of heroin or just because one of those things where he had... His body was so conditioned, he got clean and his heart just exploded? Yeah, I, I think I think he had gotten clean for a while. I don't, I, my, my writing partner saw him at Soldier Field a month earlier in July and, and, and said it, he looked terrible. He just did not look good. He just looked very aged, and I, I think he was just a junkie. Maybe got off for a little while. I don't, I, I don't know. Star who spanned generations, Look at that putting suit. those drugs into sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Jerry Garcia was a legend, and he played the role right to the end. 
Turn that down in there. Were yeah. you upset by this or were you more just like, damn, dude, you're not a big Grateful Dead guy? The Grateful Dead had a resurgence when I was in college. Because of fish. But, uh, and, and, and like a touch of gray. Every silver lining's I don't got like, day. I don't even. Touch of that's gray. one of those songs that's so insignificant to me. I got into yeah. an argument with someone because I was like, I've never heard that song. And they were like, yeah, you have. And I'm like, yeah. no. I. And then he played it and I'm like. Uh, it kind of sounds familiar. Yeah. And I get what he was saying. The argument was centered on me refusing to believe that I like remembered the song. Yeah. And I'm like, I get that I probably heard this song, but I don't like it didn't stick in my head. Yeah. So before yeah. you played it, I legitimately didn't think yeah. I heard it before. Yeah. But you've heard it before. But you have heard it before. Yeah. The whole. So in the late 80s, my early collegiate experience was very much shaped by. Uh, a lot of jam bands, Grateful Dead kick knockoffs, and I just didn't like it. I did not. Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians, what to I me, was, am per, is was what kind of I part am of that. Is what I what am is what? I mean, she was in Born on the Fourth of July, like singing in a coffee house in Syracuse in the anti-war movement. Didn't we miss out Generation Speaking X? Of the 80s, look we at this guy. We missed out, you know. My gizmo. There you go. <laughs> He's winking at me. Yeah. So yeah, he he died. I think of a hair. I don't know if it was a heroin overdose. I think he just died. Yeah, he did. He it said heroin his... overdose yeah. in rehab. Yeah. I put it in my butt. See, someone snuck it in. Like you're I that got a little a heroin junkie. suppository, man. He said man all the time. Oh, That's a guy yes. that said man. I used to say man a lot. Man. Last at least through the millennia, and I figure as long as I'm gonna, I'm trying. It's like Bob Geldof. Yeah. I would like to last and, and feeling well. I would like to be an essence, yeah, man. Yeah. I hope one day, what if he just predicts everything? I hope one day people just still fucking obsess about my music, man. <laughs> I want people to follow our tour bus, even though there ain't no tour bus, man. How old was, I think he was probably. Free Lenny Bruce, Jack. Was he 59 or 60 when he died? I don't know. I think in his 50s. Let's yeah, not... he's deep in his 50s. Oh, yeah. 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 It was a meltdown. Too many cigarettes, too much junk food. Too little exercise. Yeah, that's what killed him. And late today in San Francisco's Golden Gate Park, there was a memorial service for Jerry Garcia. Homeless people gathered to defecate. They, they the didn't show memorial it. Memorial service. Anna Nicole Smith finds herself in the center Is of that another. Deborah Norville. No, Mary Hart. Oh. Look at that hair. Look at that mullet, dude. Yeah. Just feathered out on the bottom. She looks yeah. like a young Juan Gonzalez with that hair. <laughs> this hotshot player Juan Gonzalez, exactly. Which has just received a tip. We have an item. She may be pregnant. Pregnant. Isn't her husband like 85? 90. You bring me some kind of proof of her pregnancy and exactly what... That woman, mean. I remember You're her. You're going to do a cameo on our show. We're going to bring you on and make a fool of your life. It's going to be great. I, is that uh, Tara Leone, whatever her name is? At the time the episode was filmed earlier this year, Anna Nicole went along with the joke after personally approving the storyline. Oh. It was a really fun little thing. It was, oh. it was fun. Oh. I mean, if you think I'm fucked up I'm now, wait till pills. 2002. Uh, wait till Howard Stern shoes me up. It, it uh. literally, it literally, I mean, the industry just, like, her, it just chewed her up and spit her out. It literally just like, and you're gone now. You know what I mean? Like, like what it does to people. It's yeah. If, if you're not, if you're not strong minded enough, I think it can really mess with your head, you know? Poor Whitney. So let's go to uh, the mantle coverage. Oh, yeah. I remember Mickey Mantle. <laughs> Mickey Mantle. Again, what, what I heard about him, I could be wrong, but Mickey Mantle, as I understand it, went to rehab after he had his liver transplant. It's like, no, 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 you got to go to rehab 20 with your original liver 20 years earlier. That's what you have to do. You got to clean that shit out, man, because you have been 
partying hard. I didn't realize it until Larry said something. He ruined someone's liver. Like, that's a big deal. Oh, I, exactly. Uh, you know who else? George Best, the, the, the famous uh, some footballer. People, some people die more reassuringly knowing that their organs are going to help Oh, absolutely. Someone. Yeah, yeah. It's a way of kind of continuing some, life in a way. Someone you know? was able to pass on to the other side yeah. knowing that the Mick was getting their liver. Yeah, and then he just... No, I think it also, I don't think it took. He was 64 years old. That's what I think it was. I don't was. think it's an easy thing. It probably was it didn't take, so he's like, I'm drinking fucking. But a person Bobby Mercer. That portrayed the innocence and the honesty that we all would like to have. Also, portrayed the innocence this? of a baseball player. Everyone always talks about the innocence when they die. <laughs> the uh, the innocence of a little boy. He played the game like a little boy, chewing tobacco and drunk off his ass. If you ever, ever heard of the book Ball Four, yeah. Jim Bowden wrote it. It was written in the 60s, very staid, kind of old book. But I read it. Good baseball book. Oh, look at book. that pop. Uh, a good baseball book. And, and base, I mean, Bouton was hated by like the Yankee fans because he basically just talked about Mickey Mantle drinking. And not a lot, but it was, it was mentioned in the book. Also, they would do things like back then it was bleacher seating, like in the outfield. And, and they would, like the relief pitchers, they, they would go and sit underneath it to look up women's skirts. They called it beaver shooting. Jesus Christ. Do some That's not even shooting. a good fucking like, know, like, gazing, go shoot some shooting. Beaver. You know, it's like we gotta go we shoot, shoot some beaver. BB guns. You know, it, it's just like, <laughs> but it's also like, the, like this is the caliber. And, and people, they're all on like reds and greens and different amphetamines. They were all popping pills. 31 to 95. Yeah, Look at that yeah. picture they used. The he was 64. Said. That looks like a guy who just got arrested because he was wandering around the neighborhood. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, looks, look at dude. He's 64. He looks 84. As you know, died this morning at 1.10 a.m. Central Time. He had a very aggressive and a very unusual tumor. And uh, my promise to him was that even if we can't uh, control the tumor, was that... I uh, killed Mickey Mantle. <laughs> uh, we kept that promise and he died peacefully. What, so he did, we actually hooked him up to a bottle of vodka at the end of his yeah, life. Exactly. He, was, Dude, he had one more wish, and it was to replace all of his blood with a high-end whiskey. This. Look at Mick. Today we have lost one of our own. One of the greatest ballplayers. God, the Yankees are sanctimonious. Well, normally... God, they are sanctimonious. Well, normally only reserved for a certain sect of the Brooklyn population. <laughs> Today, we are all mix. Bobby wow. Mercer. Uh, we truly lost uh, not only an American hero, but a person that portrayed the innocence and the honesty that we all would like to have. As an organization with so many great players that came through. Yeah, Madden, he was still the captain. Jeter wasn't the voice yet. Jeter wasn't the voice yet. I got a timer set on my watch, so I'll, I'll, it'll vibrate when it goes off next time, if it does. It, he was, uh, yeah, you know how old he was? He was 36 when he retired. Who, Jeter? No, no, no. Oh, Mick? Mick Mickey Mantle. That, that's how much he killed his body. Look the last at fucking, five years. Yeah, he's look how young he is. Look at that hair. He had the head of David Spade. <laughs> what he meant to me as a teammate and uh, you know you get a little bit uh, cheered up when you start thinking about Mickey and, and, and he played the game the right way on amphetamines <laughs> and, and, and a, deeply hung over <laughs> in a every rage game. <laughs> because he backhanded his wife I mean it, it is in the moment of the, again the stories are like he Whitey Ford and Billy Martin I mean they were alcoholics playing baseball I mean they, they were drinking like during games I think and so, a, a big I mean I, I guess he also uh uh, he, he was a uh, Billy Martin. They always blame Billy Martin for actually being a bad influence 
uh, Mickey Mantle. So they traded Billy Martin to the Kansas City A's. That was like, we're going to banish you to Kansas City. But it was really like, no, no, Mickey Mantle is an alcoholic. He's got a problem. Like That was their solution. Like, there was no treatment or, oh, maybe there should be some counseling for this guy. They should have froze Mickey's liver just to show you <laughs> as an example of oh, like. Here's what happens. This is what happens. I mean, I guess he was. I mean, and truly an alcoholic. I it's mean, like, Ted Will, it's Ted Williams' head and mixed liver. Bill Verdon. There's no question about that. But uh, uh, down deep, there's not a, been a better person, a more friendly person, a more honest person. More than, friendly than person, Mickey. more honest, you know. Uh, are they talking about his drinking there a little bit beforehand? But by God, they mention his drinking. All of us, all of us could be lucky to say that we live during the time that one of the greatest players who ever played the game of baseball. You can say that about any era. I know. <laughs> he was in the same decade with Joe DiMaggio, yeah, Whitey Ford, White, former president. Oh, no, no, no. Whitey was an alcoholic. It was Whitey Ford, Billy Martin, and Mickey. They were all drinking buddies. Oh, Billy I'm Martin, sure. uh, Whitey Ford, and Mickey Mantle, the three of them, were, they, just, they painted the town red. They got drunk a lot. I mean, we didn't want to get shivved, so we stayed in the good part of town. On the road, Monday's off for the Tuesday night game. We might have a little fun Sunday night, but uh, it was so overblown. We would go oh, around. Oh, it was so overblown. He's, he's, he's subduing his alcohol. We would go around and get hammered and then come back and call Reggie Jackson racial slurs. I got to. Oh, Sam Musil. Yeah. Anybody hit. And, uh, of course, some of his records are going to be hard to match or catch. Can you def- hurry up? I'm going the, to Boca. Look at that fucking That's shirt. That's a guy who's going to Branson to see fucking Yakov. Well, you, you know, he's a hero. In, who was the guy? Oh, Kevin Hogan? Oh, yeah. Kevin Hogan's got a story about... Everyone's got a story about Stan Musial. If you're from, from what, does he Lewis. just go to the local watering holes? Well, well no, no. What, he, what, what uh, Stan uh, Hogan said... Stan here. Uh, Hogan said that he was a paper boy, and he delivered the Sunday paper. Every Sunday, Musial gave him a $20 tip. That that's a you know that's pretty cool. In know? the '90s, oh dude, that was some money. That was thirty dollars, dude. That I mean, that, listen for oh, a no, ten-year-old. For a ten-year-old, I you... buy comic books for a month. Yeah, exactly. Mantle's doctors admitted Sunday they look found... at a young Dan Patrick right yeah, there. God. Called his new liver back on June eighth. Five weeks later, that little devil lock is that painted on? Look at yeah, that little is, fucking is Eddie Munster devil curve in the front. Gordon Clinton Malm. You in the I want to hear what they say about this. Uh, you do what's called cross section. You do kind of a preliminary scanning and... and uh, well, we didn't even have to scan him. His liver was a raisin, so we kind of knew exactly what happened. Uh, yeah. We actually have him flayed open like a murderer does to his victims. Y- you know, he was of an era, too. You didn't eat well. You didn't work out in the off-season. Spring training was to get in shape. That's what you played for four years, just to get in shape, because yeah. you were 20 to 25 pounds overweight. You had to lose 10 or 15 pounds. Who won pounds. the World Series in 95? That was the... the oh, it was the Braves. Yeah. Bra- Braves beat the Indians. It was a shortened oh, season. Oh, I'm sure every playoff game had a moment of silence for the Mick. You know, I don't remember being covered that much in that, because the, the Yankees, were, that was the first year of the Yankees, because uh, Jeter, I think, was a rookie Yeah, they won year. the year before. No, there was no... No, 96, they 96, won it. 96, they won it. That was their first... I that was, was Wade G- Boggs on the horse, broke yeah. the hearts of Boston. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he should have claw farmed that horse. Charlie Hayes caught the ball against a Braves if, team that was great. Because of fucking team. Wade Boggs, anytime I see a horse, I shoot it in the head with a fucking <laughs> elephant gun. Well, I don't know. I don't. I think Wade Boggs is more and Florida then, white and trash then I redneck. Call, and then I call my family out, and we all eat the horse. I want to hear what they have to say more. It may be the increased awareness he provided for organ donors. Mickey Mantle lasted nine weeks with his new liver. Nine weeks. Oh, Jesus, yeah. nine weeks yeah, with was, his liver. Yeah, yeah, it That's a it, waste of a surgery yeah, right there. Yeah, well, again, he, he did rehab, and it was like, yeah. it, it, 
Peyton had Peyton offered to wait. <laughs> Peyton, I don't want that. Nick lipper. is like, get it in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Change yeah, it yeah. like an oil filter. <laughs> Give got a, a new a Fram liver. I guess George Best did that. You know, former footballer from Manchester United. He drank as he blew went his first liver. liver. Went through, and, and then went through his second liver. I think he had a second liver for like seven years, I think, for a while. He just had a garden of it's livers. It's like, wow, you would think you'd be like, okay, I cannot do this anymore. You are addicted. You are fucking an addict. That's what you are. You want to go to this know? Eagle game, Eagles-Jets, or you want to continue on with the Mick a little bit here? Let's, let's, see, let's see what else I have to yeah. say about it. He became the living warm memory, the half-myth, the 50s and 60s, still wearing a smile, still... Eisenhower. Kennedy. I know. Moon landing. Blacks knew where they stood. All of those things you see when the gleam of his blue eye catches the sky in the house that Ruth built. Yeah. I'm Bob Lee, and I still weigh 200 pounds. (laughs) That's what I was raised to be. It was a baseball player. Baseball player. None of these weird afros and jewelry. (laughs) Well, I guess he coined the phrase for Pete Rose, Charlie Hustle, as a dig. He didn't like, he thought Pete Rose, he's just like Mr. Hustle. He's like, I'll look at Charlie Hustle over here. And Pete Rose leaned into it like a MAGA supporter that he is. You call me a deplorable? That's right, I'm a deplorable. Fuck yeah, I am. I'm going to lean yeah, into man. it, man. You know, I- I'm Charlie Hustle. Mickey Mantle makes fun Have of me as a rookie. Have you ever seen Pete Rose cut a promo at WrestleMania? I-, I can only imagine. You want to? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, we- we've, we've, this, this and is then a, we'll an watch appropriate the segue game. into the Mickey Mantle thing. Absolutely. Because Pete Rose is a, uh, he is an asshole of the highest order. He's just an asshole. He's at the perfect baseball ego. Just a real dick, you know? Two truly good baseball players were dicks. Football players were like kind of bullies and lunkheads. But you could kind of like reason, I think, with a football player a little bit more. <laughs> I think baseball players were just, they're a bunch of, I don't know, they're just dicks. All right, so this was WrestleMania when it was in around. Boston, and they let Pete cut a promo. Hi, Pete. I don't know who you are. Time I was here, we kicked your ass. What? Oh, 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 oh he's doing because he's a Reds. Yeah, yeah. He's a heel, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's a, he's a heel. Watch it. He ends every insult by going, how about it? Yeah, okay, let's hear it. Let's want to make friends there, Pete. <laughs> you can't win a World Series. Man. Wow. <laughs> My buddy Bucky Dent says hello. Oh, look at that. He's bringing a deep cut of Dent in there. Hey, what's he doing out here talking about? Think of these meatheads. Some of them got to know it's a joke. I hope Mike, because Mike Tyson was in Stone Cold's corner. I hope Tyson punches him in his fucking head backstage. (laughs) Wrestling ain't fake, bro. Look at I got this new camera. Exactly. My new Canon. Look, look, look at look at Vito to the right. Look at this that guy man. right here. Yeah. Well, what is he whispering in his ear? <laughs> I'm groping your wife right you now. You know something? We got to take care of that thing. We got to take care of that thing later tonight. You know that, right? Vito, take care of the thing. You know, I had enough tickets for Bill Buckner, could he, but he couldn't bend over to pick him up. Yeah, how about it? How about it? He's doing baseball jokes. Bill Buckner couldn't be here because his children are all dead. How about it? Thinking of the World Series and the great tradition here in Boston with the Red Sox. And now, introducing... <laughs> Whoa. He's about to get tombstoned by Kane. <laughs> Uh-oh. 
Uh-oh. Sounds like the beginning of a Sade song. I, I, was, I was thinking about the wrestler. The wrestler named Mankind. Mick Foley? Just he whole, does stand-up. He's a more successful comic than you and I will ever be. Yeah. His whole, like... <laughs> Just his naming, you know, it's a, he's, he represents what all the darkness of mankind. Is that what, is that what his thing was? What, what, why was he called mankind? Um, he was right. I don't, it's just cause yeah, he was a, an other world. It's a great name. actually. <laughs> oh, oh, it's listen, I got to give it respect. Cause he represents name. all of mankind. I don't know. Okay. Cause he's the dark underbelly of mankind. So oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So this carries on a tradition of for multiple years in a row, Pete Rose would get attacked at WrestleMania. He got t- he got attacked by the San Diego Chicken one year. Wow. And then the San Diego Chicken revealed himself to be a the Undertaker. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah. So yeah. That's the Pete Rose promo though. How about it? Knocked him out cold. How about that's it? what you like it when a mouthy liberal starts talking. I want my rights. I want right. That's what you do with him right there. You get get the nightstick out. Go to the gun and and use fear as a weapon because that that's the higher parts of being a human being. You're really helping the oh, species dude. when that's what motivates. I'm you. so pumped. Fear to watch cart races from 1996 after this show is over (laughs) i'm such a race dork i was telling her earlier yeah this is how my stepdad fucked even my race fandom up he i watched racing through him and we were just a quick there was this in the 90s there was a split between the open wheel racing the indie racing league got created and the old league cart yeah like split off all the best drivers stayed in cart and Indy Racing League wanted to race on more ovals because okay. all the young American drivers only raced ovals. Yeah. Classic American thing. They were like, cart's all foreigners and you, yeah. need, you need to be a rich foreigner to succeed in cart. It's becoming too much like Formula One. So the dude who owned the Speedway, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, was like, I'll create the Indy Racing League. We'll only race on ovals. No more road courses. Yeah. And that way, young Americans can drive. Well, my stepdad was a fan of the indie racing league and not cart Ugh. because he probably saw it as this European. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, Americans God. race on ovals. So yeah. now I'm looking as I'm getting back into racing, like I'm like, cart was way better. Oh, like, of course it he was. He steered me so much. Like I was reading like, dude, 1999 carts. Awesome. So well, they, don't they do that? Like through cities and stuff like that? Yeah. Like that's kind of cool. Oh, know? it's the shit. That's yeah, all that's, formula. Yeah, one. Yeah. I mean, you know, that that's, I mean, I always thought about that. Like, I always thought Le Mans might be something I might like to go to, you know, like kind of an obscure sporting event. I want to go Here, to the, we'll I want we'll to put on, con- we'll put on the 95 Eagles you know pregame. Well, we one talk of the about things I regret this. about living in Chicago and not taking advantage of, I never went to the Indy 500 and I never went to Kentucky. The Kentucky I Derby. went to the time. Tri- close. I went to the time trials of the 1997 Indianapolis 500. Saw Tony Stewart race the fucking, uh, Menard's car was it? I mean, were they pretty bad? I mean, were those cars pretty badass? I mean, oh, what, dude, they yeah. were going like 230 miles an hour, Man. flying by. You could barely see them when they Man. go by. Man, that that is fast. And my stepdad, fast. that yeah. was back pre 9/11 when you like we were. You could just go into the pit lanes, like you yeah. could just cross the track. When there's like, oh, they're on the other end of the track. You could cross the track and go into the center. <laughs> and like, I was in the garage on a hot track. Not a track that was actually had cars on it. Like, oh, yeah. Have, that couldn't have been a lot. Well, my Uncle Bob at Dover Downs, used yeah. to, he was the gate guy. And I remember we ran down the embankment and my stepdad going like, now, 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 now. Oh, my God. That was a NASCAR race, though. Oh, my though. God. But we also went into the inside the center area. The, I think they call it the infield. 
at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Because yeah. time trials is qualifying, so we were just walking around mostly. Yeah. Here we're watching this Eagles game from 95. Coach, Rich Kotite. So this is 95. Was uh, Gruden an assistant? Yes. Because I think I watched a regular season game. They talk about how Randall Cunningham is in a new offense. This uh, is a no. West Coast.